sounding Superman. We are facing an existential threat to this planet. <laughs> <laughs> that looked very silly. Our only option is to destroy Darkseid. Bow before me. I like Damien in this a lot. Why is it Damien? Yeah. A global war. And of course Constantine, so I gotta like it. animation in this it's so stiff there's a lot in the actual movie oh okay because you, yeah. you'd want to show that like this is oh there's batwoman's there oh no more planning just do it all right okay so it's justice league versus dark side uh, yeah sure justice league apocalypse war is a movie that came out last week a couple of weeks ago okay it was, and I watched it, and... You it, said you really liked it. I really liked this movie. Um, it's about Darkseid rising up and just saying... It is uh, about Darkseid, and he's going to take over um, the new... Or uh, the Earth, because he's a conqueror. That's, well, that's what he's yeah. usually up to. And it so. is up to the Justice League to go after him, but Superman's plan fails. Okay. And instead, um, everybody ends up getting killed. Oh. Except Superman and the, the people that you saw there. Oh, I didn't realize um, that. So they're all the remaining survivors, and they have to re raise up against Darkseid and try to stop him. Okay. With Constantine and Etrigan, who's okay. very depressed and sad. And Etrigan's the demon, right? Yes, okay, yeah. yeah. He's my favorite. Um, yay, everything's working now. Thank oh, you. Oh, great, great. Uh, but, nice. And then it's... I really like it. I think Matt Ryan replacing his role as Constantine obviously is a treasure. He can never. Do oh, that's cool. Wrong. They yeah. got that's cool. They got yes. him. I do like um, him as as John. So. Uh, Batman is still Batman in it. Okay. He's still, he's becomes like I this. like that goofy shot of him getting electric. <laughs> kind of wigging out a little. I'm like they look they look silly. Swamp Thing's my favorite in it. Because was that swamp? Was that the okay? Because it looked like he was made of like metal or something. I was like, is that swamp thing? Okay, it's a metal thing. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, like I said, the animation looked a little cheaper than I'm used to. From well, like their their designs are usually cheap, but when they want to animate yeah. them moving around and doing cool stuff, it usually looks pretty good. But it's like, oh, they're just kind of showing everybody just standing around. Ah, come on, dude. That movie. I think the reason why they made it so standing around or everybody standing around is because the amount of violence and. Like well, it's rated R, which is unusual for one of those. Dude, Shazam, when he's going into battle, just gets his leg torn off. Oh, And geez. they show it, and the cool. Wonder Woman gets torn apart. Bat Batgirl gets eaten. Batgirl? Batgirl gets eaten. That's pretty funny. Yeah, she's just sitting there all fighting, being badass, and then she uh, gets eaten. And then she's never seen again. She's eaten. That's cool. Yeah, this is the last of the DC um, animated stuff. No, they're not doing it anymore? They're, well, sort of. This is... You remember how Flash did the whole new 52 Flashpoint thing? Yeah, yeah. Everything? This is this. So this is like the ending of the new 52 run. Oh, okay. So mm -hmm. if you've read new 52 and you've read Flashpoint, you kind of know what's going to happen at the end. Okay. So, yeah. But I highly recommend this movie. My wife and I, Steph, were just sitting there going, this is really fucking cool. Oh, okay. Like, uh, everybody's in it. So Damian Wayne's in it. Raven's in it. She kind of does this weird... 
split into the, like a bunch of emotions type things. So she becomes like White Raven, and there's all kinds of cool stuff that okay. happens. It sounds um, long. <laughs> they, it's it's about two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. That's a long. Yeah, that's very about, long for an animated. Yeah, film. I think so. It felt it felt like forever. Okay. It was cool. It was cool. I really liked it. But guys, welcome to Shots with Comics. Sorry about those technical difficulties. That was yeah, that kind of killed our opening. Yeah. Where it was just like, all right, now hold on, we can't hear you. Oh, Chad muted it. Oh, that's crashed everything. <laughs> oh, there's a woman screaming. Um, not sure what happened. But yeah, that, whatever. That, yeah, and then it suddenly cuts to that lady going, "This is the DC," and was like, "Ah, uh, 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 what why is are this? You talking? Go away, Stop chill. Talking. Uh. Get out of here. We don't want you." <laughs> no, but then, uh, so. Right now, with the, everything going on, um, the coronavirus stuff is slowly coming back. No, nah, it's life. over. It's just gone. Well, we, we, there were protests, so now coronavirus was defeated. Oh, good. Is that what? Well, what yeah. was the murder hornets? I think that was just like clickbait. I don't even think those are real. You don't think so? Have you seen one? I mean, see. Oh fuck! You're right. Think about it. Probably, uh, probably fake. Probably. You never know anymore. Or that was just a filler arc. No, yeah, that was just yeah. like, oh, we need something to keep people entertained while they're staying in their house for week 17. Oh, murder hornets, that's funny. They're not going outside. They won't know <laughs> if it's real or not. Idiots. Well, I guess that they were just found in, like, one place, and they're probably not going to be – could become, like, a natural yeah, Just get some raid. There. Who cares? Right, just spray it. Like, they can't – what are they going to do? Lay eggs and then – The stingies. If you're inside, don't let them inside. They can't help you. Idiot. That's, they're, that's what they're trying to do now. They're just trying to release everything to keep us inside, but then the protest happens, so now everybody's outside. Yeah, well, so it's over. Yeah. No more coronavirus. Uh, movies can come back out. Have you been going to the grocery store and seeing all the uh, the stuff that's labeled for Wonder Woman? It's like, opens on June 5th, and it's like, oh, that's, not, <laughs> oh, that's no, not happening, but they got to sell those Doritos somehow. <laughs> yeah. They did that with, um, what was the other movie? Scoob. Too. There was all the that, merchandise. Yeah, that, that was released. That all that actually came out. out. Well, not in the theaters. Not in the theaters, but it no, came out to but watch. But all the merchandising and everything, they were like in theaters. No, it's not. Um, we'll see about the. Spongebob Apparently, it movie. sucked anyway. So yeah. who cares? I'm so bummed about that. Were you really? Um, were you like, oh, this is what I needed in my life was Scooby Doo. No. <laughs> no. The the treasure like is that anybody's favorite cartoon? Scooby Doo. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say my. That's my favorite is Scoop. Like you know about it. it. It's not your favorite. It's nobody's favorite. I don't know. Borderman presents. Oh, we're reading the comments, guys. Yeah, we we are live streaming. Wolfgang spiders from migrating further into the neighboring states. I don't know what a Wolfgang spider is. I know what a wolf spider is. I know what that is. I I killed one the other day, and everybody was like, you should put it outside. Nope. (laughs) Those people are weird. The people are like, oh, take bugs. That's it. And they just kill them. They're bugs. There'll be more. Yeah, not honeybees. And you know what? If there's there's not more bugs, good. We're trying to get rid of them. Dude, the honeybee is a, you know, is a a sacred thing. Well, yeah, but the honeybees get in your house very often, and crawl on you while you sleep that's a fair point yeah, see, <laughs> they don't but that never ha- that's do. never happened to anybody no i i had to fight a stink bug the other night those are coming out the potato bugs fuck those things is that what they're called i thought yeah, they were stink bugs whatever they keep crawling out of my air conditioning unit in my well no ever since they were, they finally replaced the air conditioning unit in my studio so now yes. i guess that killed all of them or something the I'm war really on sure. your, uh, the war on them is over fuck those killed things an earwig the other day too that was weird I haven't seen one of What's those. What's wrong with your apartment? Oh, dude, we get a bunch of weird spite. We get a bunch of weird insects and spiders. And you leave food out for them? Like, what are you doing? That's what I'm doing. 
Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I thought it was just a peace offering. Um, but for so the, now that uh, the coronavirus is over, yeah, the comic book store, thank it's God, open. is oh, open. Thank goodness. Well, one of them is. One of them is. Not all of them, but no, one of them in our one area. One of them is. is yes, the fun for all. You have to wear okay. your mask when you go in there, sort which is, of. Which is fine. I, mean, I just I take it, it off when I'm browsing. So I'm like, I'm not. It's, it's hot. And he I'm doesn't. Just, he has to just put it on there because of the state says to put yeah, that on there. I don't give a fuck. So he's like, what am I supposed to do? Speaking of though, with they comics, can't have any magic tournaments or anything. No, though. they can't. Did you hear too though? He's getting screwed over with um like different card games that Target and Meyer are now getting. Mm. So it's trending on his business. That sucks. Yeah. So they're getting them, and they're selling them for like a dollar cheaper. Oh, yeah. fuck that. I was like, dude, really? Of course they can. That's terrible. Yeah. I was that blows. very sad about that. Uh, the, the most popular gay bar in Ann Arbor went out of business. The really? Aught, the Aught, yeah. I didn't know there was a gay bar in downtown Ann Arbor. There's there's more than one, but this was like the most popular one. Did you go to it? No, I don't go oh. to those. But some of my friends were telling me, and I was like, oh, man, I might have gone there if someone invited me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, I would go. I would. Uh, yeah, sure. Check it's, it out. I'm open-minded. No, I just want to go <laughs> see what it, they do in a gay bar. <laughs> I mean, I, and, uh, yeah, they do I'm gay shit. Sure. Um, yeah, no, they did a big renovation, and then Corona happened, so they were just like, fucked. Fuck, we'll go under. <laughs> so now nobody gets to enjoy the new renovations um, at all. Speaking of uh, comic book shops and everything, did you hear DC is now officially away from Diamond? How'd they manage that? They're, after this whole coronavirus thing happened, they just said, hey, we're not um, – hey, guys. Oh, hey. Hi, everybody who just joined us Hey, what's chat. up, people? What's up? Nice to see you. Um, now, I guess after this whole coronavirus thing shut down, they oh, shut down fuck. and said, oh, no. You... I got it on Cringemeister. Oh, no. That's oh, no. That's a lens. This was $3, <laughs> and that was too much. Now it'll look like I peed on it. Uh, Why did that happen? Because you peed on it. No, why did I can't? I got a drinking problem like the guy in airplane. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't care about um, being on the Blu-rays that comes off a of cringe. My so, this is a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> so they ended up um, saying, "Hey, because you're not publishing books in a timely manner, um, we're going to go with a different di- suit, uh, distributor called Lunar. Oh, okay. um, and instead, now they're going to be published, uh, released on Tuesdays." Oh, While everybody Wednesdays. else who is associated with Diamond will be Wednesdays. Will be Wednesdays. So their stuff will come out a day early. Yes. However, um, comic book companies are not happy about that. I would imagine yeah. so. Because people, and I'm going to say this, and I know you know you and Dave are like you know get rid of Diamond and da da da, and you know take down them. But well, they're they're a monopoly. They are a monopoly. But once you take that away, those businesses, those comic book companies, or the comic book stores will have a financial impact. Um, oh, I would imagine now so. Now there's going to be no discounts and everything for them. There's going to be no digital um, storage for them. So when a comic book is released, it's automatically dropped into their system. Yeah. So they can look it up easily and say, oh, yes, we have that. And then they can order it. Well, now, guess what? They don't have that anymore. Well, hopefully what would happen is that now if, if different distributors start working through these stores, there'll be competition, which that would ultimately be better for the stores if, 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 if there are competing distributors like there used to be yes. back when they were making more money before yes. the diamond monopoly. Um, and, of course, I don't know is... how it's going to shake out. This is a very new thing that is happening. I had no idea this was going on, but kids stop peeing on things. Yeah, I did I wash, wash, I washed my hair today. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you knew we were going to be uh... – you know, water sports for everybody. Nope, 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 nope. Not today. Um, but, yeah, it's just uh, the other thing he was telling me, too, is that shipping now is going to be higher. 
for books. Oh, okay. And now they don't get a credit on sending out books, as far as we know. Okay. Um, so that's going to be a little bit of an impact for them. Well, but if they have to so. compete, though, they might have to bring some of that stuff back, or different distributors will have different incentives. We'll True. see. We'll see what happens. We'll what see they what do happens. with it. We'll see. I mean, now that you know Marvel and DC are coming digital first, maybe they'll just do that. And they'll just be like, hey, we're just going to be all digital. I think it's funny they snapped them. I'm like, oh, we're going to release on Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> but then, like, the people who are used to coming in on Wednesday, they'll be like, yeah, all the Tuesday stuff will be here. And right. And then be like, oh, then, yeah, I, I can still just come in on Wednesdays like I've been used to doing for the past right. 40 years. But now, too, they also said that, I guess, um, now they have to stock twice as much. So that's more time. Well, whatever. And paying the workers, which isn't a big deal, but, you know, it's still. I would say if they have to know. stock twice as, well, they'd have to stock on two separate days, yeah. not twice as much product, because that would just be wasteful. But mm. but it used to be multiple distributors did deliver to these stores. That's just how yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have one giant global. I don't know. Monopoly. Where did this lunar company even come from? I like, don't know. I've never heard like of them. like a startup that happened during coronavirus. <laughs> like, oh, hey, I see an opportunity. We're going to take it. I got time to do a business proposal and get a loan. Um. Or, and then a random house now. Um, DC is now putting in like Targets and Walmarts and everything with their stuff. Oh, well, that's. They made a deal with Random House. Okay. So that's going to affect businesses now. Interesting. So, yeah, apparently Walmart is, sells DC Comics. And if they're. I mean, that's where I go. Right. Don't you go there for all your comics? I don't go to Walmart at all. Oh. Well, that's because the one by us closed. It did, and but I've it, never actually. I've only sat foot in Walmart a couple of times in my life. We can go to the Canton one to get our fishing license. We sure. <laughs> we, we had a hell of a time trying to get fishing licenses this past week. How's it going, man? Good to hey, see you. Good to have people in the um, shop. So yeah, we. Uh, I don't know. That was a weird day. Your car didn't. It, your truck didn't start. <laughs> well, it did. Ultimately, but <laughs> after not, like ten minutes. Ooh, um, another thing in the news that I thought was really interesting is that Batwoman. Remember what I was telling you about that? Oh, yeah, how yeah. the Batwoman television show does not have Batwoman it in no it. It's no longer going to have Batwoman in it. It's gonna be a. It's not going to be Kate Kane. It's going to be a whole new character named Ryan Wilder, um, and they are doing a— Which, I guess that's the girl version of Ryan? I, I mean, it's a girl. Okay. So I guess—I mean, Ryan is a girl's name, too. I don't actually know what it is so. a guy name. But I guess it can't be a girl name. Whatever. Yeah, It'd be I funny mean, if it was Batwoman and it just started. <laughs> it's just a man. It's Dude, a, men are a, even better at being Batwomen than men, women. It's a, it's a trans guy. It's just Bruce it's, Wayne. It's Mags Versace. Anyway, that's Bruce Wayne. It's just Bruce it's Wayne. It's Bruce Wayne in a red yeah, wig. And a, like and a, a shitty wig. Like, <laughs> I'm Batwoman. I'm Batwoman. <laughs> Why are you so strong well, the, the, and uh, have such large shoulders? If anything um, was uh, uh, – at the ending of the Batwoman season finale, they're doing the um, Heart of Hush storyline, or one of the Hush storylines, where and this isn't like it isn't Bruce like Wayne. Kate Kane like died or anything. No, in the show. No, no, no. Just Ruby Rose is like fuck this stupid show. Yeah, no. So Ruby Rose did quit. Just a little uh, feedback on that. She did decide to leave the show. Well, instead of just bringing a whole new person in it. As Kate Kane. Yeah, just be like, oh, whatever, first season, we can have a new yeah. actress. Just get another hot chick. They Great. just decided to say, fuck what it. What if it's just not about what the title character? Right, what if it's about this new girl who is an outright lesbian, she's sassy, quirky, and that's our new person. And I'm like, but okay, but where's Batwoman? Like, 
Bat Ruby Rose. A show named Batwoman doesn't need Batwoman. No, in well, it. it'll be like Spawn, where who when he didn't appear for like fifty million ish. Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where it was just focused on all everybody, what was going around in the town. Because well, there's the like a million happened. characters in Spawn yeah. because Todd McFarlane had no plan. Yeah, going so Spawn in. didn't appear for I think like twenty five, thirty issues. What's Al doing? I don't know. Hanging out in hell? <laughs> I guess so. I don't with know. With martinis? <laughs> with the devil or whatever? I don't know, but it was weird. It was weird. Um, so, I Who's don't... to say? Maybe a... What if that, like, makes the show exponentially better? It's like, yeah, Batwoman got a lot better once Batwoman was <laughs> Batwoman. Like, wow, this is a much better show. <laughs> wow, who is it? I don't know. It's some... Ryan Wilder? Ryder? It's, it's like a dude it's or whatever? Who cares? Thomas Elliot in a really bad wig disguised as Bruce Wayne. Because yeah. that was the ending of it was uh, Thomas Elliot Who's gained Thomas Bruce Wilder. Hush. Oh, that's right. He gained right. Bruce Wayne's face. And that was like, his ending he, like, of the season. Did he, take it off? No, he put it on. Well, how you have to t- have to take it off of Bruce Wayne though. Alice made it out of Bruce Wayne's actual face. I don't know. She just she made found it. him. And was like, bro, no it's more Gotham. Face do I for you. Need to put logic with <laughs> She's like, found oh him. fuck my <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do like a disappearance arc, and it shows like Alice just coming up from behind him. I knew where you were all and along. It's, yeah, it's off his Batman head. looking for his face <laughs> the whole. <laughs> season he's been uh, walking around with a lot of bandages being like have you seen my face i used to look so pretty uh that'd be so weird i would i would read have that, you though. seen batwoman she's not in her own fucking show <laughs> no. anymore i'm kind of a... she stole my face and absconded from the set i'm pretty sad about that though because you had your your flash so- drama um and then you had or your drama then your soap opera um Brutway's face was selling yes if you see uh the new um, in this in the chat, um, the Batwoman series at the end, they Thomas Elliot gets Bruce Wayne's face. I know I'm, the Joker; he's got like his face staples on. Like, is everybody just gonna take off their faces and do that. switch them around? That's the entire next season. This is gonna be a them. great show. It's sure funny. <laughs> they'll build um, they'll build a new Batwoman out of other people. <laughs> Oh, it'll be like hard body. Yeah, the hard body of <laughs> Batwoman Batwoman. together. She'll be hideous. It'll uh, be great. It'll be like a what was that one character's name? Um, uh, composite Superman. Is that a where thing? Yeah, where he's the half Batman, half Superman. Oh god, that sounds awful, but it's great. like it's split in two, and one side is Batman, one side is Superman, and one side has all the powers of Superman, and the other side is Batman. Oh my god. <laughs> Seen that? No, you haven't seen Venture Brothers. I was gonna say, there's the guy. I've with, seen Venture Brothers. There's but... the guy with the two heads, and they have the two heads quibble with each other. I think and I know. They're who like two. They're about. like two old men, and they just have like weird old men fights, and it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. But it shouldn't be. The episode that I remember is the Fantastic Four reject one. Oh, those are one. yeah, because uh, Mr. Fantastic in the initial seasons is played by Stephen Colbert. Oh, is he really? Yeah, but then they couldn't get him later because he became too successful for that stupid show. Oh, that's too bad. Um, didn't really Rose get shit on because she wasn't gay enough? Uh, probably. Probably, yeah. There was a lot of that. It was also, too, that yeah, she the, was... That's actually why she's gone. The gay mafia got her. They ripped her apart. Yeah. And I, look, she wasn't a good Batwoman, but I I gave her props for trying and being the titular, you know, the, the title character. Uh-huh. It, it takes guts to be able to say, I'm going to play such a legendary character. Well, that's not even and like a... Le- well, that's the thing is, I, I, I obviously very much like... Kate Kane, sure. I'm a big fan of the J.H. Williams stuff on Batwoman, but uh, like she's not like a legendary character. Well, like, a lot of people mean... are like Batwoman. Is that like knockoff Batman? Is that like Batman with tits? Yes, but and no. the short answer is yes, but yeah. the long answer is absolutely <laughs> not. not. No, she's more interesting. Well, she kind of ultimately fun. is yeah. more interesting. Well, she fights a... a dude who's 
face is just teeth. She has very <laughs> yeah. Well, what? she fights like like Batman fights like super like hero special idiot. like guys that like work at six people. like guys who work at Six Flags and have goofy outfits, but <laughs> yeah. also have access to horrific weaponry. Yes. While Kate Kane fights like weird monsters and demons and ghosts. Yes, and I like that. And Batman's like, I'm not dealing with ghosts. Batwoman. Kidding me? I've got, <laughs> Police commissioner didn't call me out here to be a Ghostbuster. And Kate Kane's like, "Ooh, I'll be a Ghostbuster." All right, cool. You be a Ghostbuster. What do you Buster. have? What do you have to fight ghosts with? A grappling hook. All right. All right. Fine. Good luck. It's gonna clean up. She the makes city. it work. No, I mean, she does. Defeat Fights them. a Hydra. <laughs> she with, does with, with Wonder with, Woman. With Wonder yes, Woman, yes. you know, it's like, like why? I don't know why Batman was too busy to be like, "Oh, there's a Hydra destroying Gotham." Someone else will handle it. Is Wonder Woman in town now? Batwoman's there. She's All right. She's she's got. Um, but she's Shurikens. Batwoman, not a good show, but kind of sad to see her go, uh, just because. I didn't watch I any of this shit, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't like my my biggest problem is I don't like the fact that they're probably going to do the same thing that they did with they're going to do with Flash and them and just make it a soap opera, and I feel like that's and whatever Legends is because I don't even know what category you'd put that in. That Legends of Tomorrow got really weird. It got weird and amazing. It's my favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking weird, but I love it. I love it. Um, they're going to turn it into a more campy, more poppy Flash or and like Flash and Supergirl instead of be like your dark and brooding like Arrow. And I feel like we need a dark and brooding person. And Ruby Rose was terrible, but she was still brooding. At least she was like, Batwoman in the show Batwoman. called that. Yeah, and not <laughs> Ryan Wilder in. Which, by the way, Ryan Wilder yeah, is not a character not an from yeah, any no. comics. Nope. They're making up their own thing. Yes. So uh, good, good luck. I guess I don't care if you succeed or fail. I don't either, <laughs> but I'm gonna continue watching it. All right, you'll Another have to tell note, me. Star Girl is really good. You said, yeah, I know you've yes. been saying Star Girl and good. Harley Quinn is getting really bad. The the cartoon show? Yeah. Oh, I watched that one episode with you, and I thought it was pretty good. It was really good until they gave the whole love interest of Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, and I don't want to go into it too much, but I felt like once they did it, they didn't know where to go with it. So they keep dancing around. It's because it. no one knows how to write lesbians because they're not real. <laughs> oh, it's like what's it like being a lesbian? And you're like, listen, we don't know. We just do this. To, <laughs> we just do this to look interesting. We don't really like each other. I'm on the mirror episodes with the Flash. That's a good episode. Actually, most of the episodes are really good in Flash. What season? Uh, anyway, um, that was in the chat. So not a burp? whole lot else. Not no. In the belch was in the yes, chat. That was in the chat. Somebody just belch. We have we have text um, to belch. <laughs> we do. Well, you're, you're going to see my new device, the Tech the Belt. Ooh, that's a neat one. I had time during the coronavirus to come up with a business plan. Didn't we all? Um, but there's not really anything else in the news that I can think of. Now that, that Krobo's, now that Krobo's not happening, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Oh, Books um, might start coming out again. <laughs> Henry Cavell might be returning as Superman. I heard that, yeah. yeah so I that's did. going to be fun. The, I like him the, as Superman. He, well, he's he's a good actor. I like him, and I think he could be a good Superman. He just needs like a not Zack Snyder script. Yeah. He needs a Joss uh, that, Whedon that Snyder script is, is coming, cut is coming out. Yeah, I, I, and it's like six episodes. and like Yeah, it's like an HBO thing. Yeah. Those, those weirdos finally got what they want. It's like, guys, it's going to be the same movie, just in a different order. Like And? 
I don't know. They're they're very excited about it, and Zack Snyder's excited. I got thirty million dollars just release the same fucking thing. I mean, it's this gonna have awesome. it's gonna have Dark Side in it for probably thirty seconds. Yeah, so let's say they can't like reshoot it. That's gonna be the entire movie too. Is it's just gonna be the same movie, and then at the end, it's just Dark Side. Is Dark Side not in seconds. in the original at all? Mm-hmm. Okay, but nope. Like, Steppenwolf is everybody's villain. favorite villain. Yeah. Does anybody else remember Steppenwolf? Looks like a, a video game mid level boss. Yeah. I, guess so he does like he i've seen what he looks it's like it's true he does look like a like, like i was like when, when someone said oh steppenwolf's in i'm like like the band like they got some of those songs in there? no no like the villain dark side villain who like i didn't even know who that was oh i know I well I, I didn't either so it doesn't matter <laughs> um does this ch- chat sound weird we don't know we thought it sounded fine anyway guys um but other than that there's or nothing the, else he says the stream sounds a bit weird is it the echo if there's echo you gotta, yeah, you gotta we, say something you gotta so. say something so um, you don't can't really fix it though because we're too far in but for next time though i will take a look more anyway so today we are going to be drinking saint archer gold oh if it's glitchy that's here. just that's just lag sorry no oh yeah 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 it's just lag so we apologize um unless it's the voices um but yeah, so today for our beer that we're drinking kit is... I don't know. What are we drinking? St. Archer's Gold. St. Archer's Gold. Uh, the ultimate light beer out. for the journey. It tastes like beer. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty nondescript. It's hard to hate, yeah, hard to love. Yeah, I'm like, uh, it's fine. And then also, spiked Arnold I like these. We've Parmel. had these before. These are nice. Arnold Palmer's. I don't know why I have trouble saying Arnold Palmer. Yeah, but it's fun for but me to listen to you go, I'm Palmer. <laughs> Um, I don't know where this St. Archer Brewery is from because it doesn't say. We try to get Michigan any. stuff, but you can't we, always find them. No, can't always, but sometimes I also like trying to be experimental. It doesn't say. Maybe this stuff just has Corona in it. Corona. I hope so. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so let's get into our topics for today. Reviews, reviews, um, reviews Everybody reviews, wants reviews. us to know we are drinking habanero vodka, birthday cake vodka, yes. and whipped cream vodka yeah, as our shots Chad's, today. Chad's brother got us these crazy habanero vodkas. They're bonkers. <laughs> it's weird, dude. I don't know where he found They're it. They're very. It's surprisingly spicy. I was like, ah, it'll be a little spicy. I was like, ooh, that's surprisingly zesty. <laughs> no, not the St. Archer animated TV show. That's just Archer. Anyway, um, it's a Portman show. He's making a foul, foul joke. Oh, gotcha. Anyway, so Kit, do you want to go first? With yes, because I have a lot wonderful, of wonderful, wonderful thing. Yes, your favorite review segment that I've forced my, I've muscled into the show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you can talk about Ruby Rose and Batwoman, I get to talk about this. Uh, so this is this is my favorite review segment, which is Kit's journey through the Universal Century. This as, is really strong moonshine that just to drown myself. Oh, good, good. Oh, wait, I got to do a shot. Okay, <laughs> see if this is habanero or not. It's not. That was something. Something sweet and dumb. I'm pretty sure it was probably birthday cake or something. Whatever. All right, so Kit's journey through the Universal Century. I've talked about Mobile Suit Gundam 79, the movie trilogy. I've done mm-hmm. Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam the first half, and now I've finished the second half of the first – well, because the second season is called Double I'm Zeta. I'm just going to stare at you in utter confusion. No, you understand all of this. It's great. You love it. <laughs> I do. Now you can pretend when you, some weird Gundam person talks to you. You're like, oh, yeah, 
I've absorbed this through osmosis, so I know what a char asnable is. I know what... That's like a guy. Is that Shining Finger? No, that's that G is. Gundam. Rose Gundam? That's also from G Gundam. SD Gundam? That's just... No <laughs> one talks about that. No, look up... There's the Tequila Gundam. That's from G Gundam as well. The really? One, the one with the sombrero that's made of, like, cactuses. Oh, that didn't go well in America, did it? Uh, I mean, it did back in, like, 2002, but probably not today. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, hey... Uh, we got an idea. Well, they just went nuts with G Gundam. Like, they just had to, they just did, like, nationality Gundams, and, like, they were just all sorts of stereotypes. Yeah. Like, we have to quickly communicate that, okay, this is the Mexican one. All right, it's got mariachis and a (laughs) a mustache. All right, good. Good, That's great. Next episode, we don't care. What's the, what's the Iranian, what's the German Gundam? Yeah, it's just a big, just a giant, (laughs) just a giant Hitler Gundam. (laughs) It's just Sieg Hales and Karate Chops, you no, but this is Zeta Gundam, which is the 1985 series that is the direct follow-up to the original 79 Gundam. It follows Camille Biden, who is a <laughs> inexplicable war orphan as both of his parents die in somewhat comical fashion early on in the show. Mm-hmm. I guess that's spoilers, but it's pretty early on. It's a 50-episode series, so, oh. and his parents both die within like the first six um, his dad weirdly looks is like a dead ringer for Donald Trump. Like he looks like young Trump. It's really funny. Oh. He looks like a young Trump. It's really funny. So of course you get to make fourteen million jokes while sure. his dad's on screen. Um, but this was the second half, which everybody talked about the show. Me going into it, and I'll, I'll keep this relatively brief and spoiler free because, like, if I want to talk about like the plot stuff, it's like let's well, all spoilers because a lot of characters have died at this yeah. point. And I will say, having finished it. A lot more of them will die, <laughs> and in some cases lose their minds. Like characters get like PTSD and go crazy, and all sorts of. For like a, a funny robot show from the eighties, it's not that funny. <laughs> it's very sad, and a lot of terrible things happen to characters you've grown to like. Except like one character. He's not in that, is he? No. Um, there's one character we didn't like at all who did die, and it was the funniest thing in the world. I don't think it was supposed to be, but they, oh. they well, they did like a comedy long shot where they pulled way out, and this guy just went like and blew up, <laughs> and it just it just looked really funny. Plus, we hated this kid, and it was like, oh, good, he's gone. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck but it was our he was a good guy, so our least favorite good guy. But our favorite bad guy both died in the same episode. Oh. It was a lot to process. And then, like, six more characters died in the next two episodes. And no, the, the ending, I'll, I'll say the ending's very, very good. It's it's a little unexpected because it is an ongoing war drama with some pretty interesting themes. Uh, the Day of Dakar episode in particular where, like, uh, Char gives a speech to the UN was surprisingly intelligently written for a 1985 silly robot show it's mm-hmm. like oh this is this is very political this is very interesting it's a lot of environmentalist yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. i was i was surprised at the maturity of that and the the weight they gave the conflict um and like there's still stuff that's funny it's like oh look at all these different teams oh they've all got different robots and whatnot but they it, it heads off in a way where i was just like oh i i didn't see it because it ends differently than the original series it's like right, return right, of right. the jedi like yeah we beat the bad guys and beat the big thing and we're all together at the it's end just, we just wasted our time and nobody and die died. and nobody die and then at the end of this one it's like most of us are dead uh, <laughs> the other ones are crazy or maybe dead <laughs> it's like and then it just is like fiend and i'm like holy shit they ended like a kid's show this way uh, almost entirely bloodless, almost no swearing, mild amounts of nudity, 
but hit hard. Full yeah. nipples. Yeah, no, there's, 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 yeah, there's some mild nudity. There was, there was in the original Gundam as well. There's some nudity. Mm-hmm. There's some nips bouncing around. It's not a big thing, but it's, it's there. Uh, no one ever is like, there's, there's some implied relationships and sex. Not a lot. Yeah. It gets surprising. Like, really, you could say it's, well, oh, the way they kill one of the bad guys at the end is pretty violent. <laughs> they dip him into a bat of acid. No, they, they peel his skin. No, this guy acid. rams a jet through the other guy's mech, and the nose of the jet cuts the bad guy in half. Oh, and then he's on like the front of the the jet pilot's jet, and he's like, "No, I'll curse <laughs> you to your grave." And it's like you've been cut in half, and then he like projects his like, spirit into his brain or something it's it gets out of control it's it's it, it, well you always know that sounds crazy but if, if you know the context it's like sure. oh yeah that makes sense that someone would project their spirit as a demon into your brain um does that happen a lot in gundam the it's the stuff with the new types where it's like the people in space have started to evolve in a new way and they're like mildly psychic okay and so they and people are just figuring out how new types work and that's kind of what the second half of the series gets involved with it's like oh new types are a thing but we don't really know what they are we know we can test for them and it's why certain people can pilot the gundams better because they're they're psychic they have very good intuition uh, they explore that a lot more in Unicorn, but that's yeah. a much later series, um, and I'll talk about that once I get past Char's counterattack. You're going to keep this entire segment going, aren't oh, you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've already, oh, don't worry. I've already ordered the first half of Double Zeta oh, and, no. and 0083 Stardust Memory. Was the so. Double Zeta one supposed to be the bad one? Okay, so I initially was going to skip Double Zeta, but I looked at some reviews, and it's another about 50 episode series. I think it's 47. It's a little shorter. Sure. People say the first half it's a little campier, and people say it was like it was too funny and lighthearted, considering okay. the end ending of regular Zeta, where it was like, "Wow, what, what a downer!" Kind of got to decompress after that. <laughs> well, and people say what it is is that the first half of of Double Zeta is kind of like a, a bait and switch, where they they bring in with this campy robot show, and it's silly, and it's like, "Oh, we're teens and we're piloting on a gun." Like they're even called like the Gundam Team, and it's like, "Okay." Oh. Yeah, uh, they're like junkyard kids, and they're gonna scrappy, and they're yeah. gonna fight the bad guys. And but then it's like by the second half, it starts to be like, oh wait, we're in a war, and people <laughs> die. This is bad, and like apparently that just all goes away. Kind of like, uh, did you ever watch the original run of uh, Trigun? Yeah, yes. Where it's like it starts out really funny, and by the end, yeah. it's not like, funny no, no, at no, all. No, no, yeah. <laughs> Wolfwood like, is still my favorite. Character. Wolfwood's great. Nicholas D. Wolfwood, yes. Um, but it's kind of like that, so I was like, "All right." Uh, considering that, as long as it ends well, I'll watch pretty much anything. Yeah. So I, I ordered the first half, and then I'll order the second half once I can other commission goes through. Thing I ordered Stardust Memory a while ago, mm-hmm. which technically takes place chronologically. And that's the crossover with JoJo's. No, Stardust no, Crusader, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, it came. Oh, it's so confusing, dude. Like figuring out when this stuff came out versus when it takes place in the universe. Uh-huh. So Zeta, 1985 takes place after original Gundam, but Stardust Memory comes out in 1991, but takes place before Zeta, but after 79. It's technically what happens between them. It's like a bridging thing, but they didn't tell it till six years later. Kit? Yeah, no, this is... (laughs) Gundam is like an insane thing to get into. It's been going on for 40 years, and then they just keep adding on to it, or when they don't like it, they just ignore it. Oh. Like it's like oh what about F ninety one it's like nobody cares well, what are you, you. going to do I mean eventually things get lost as well 
like, well, oh, yeah, that all, no, all the Gundam stuff you can still find. It's all out in Japan. It's just people. They've just sort of retconned certain things, or they just sure like Star I Wars. Stuff. I don't know if they've retconned anything yet, but they they'll just kind of ignore like oh, what about nobody. SD Gundam. That's its own thing. That's AU alternate so they universe. Didn't, so they didn't. They didn't. No, no, it. SD Gundam is still completely canon. Canon within <laughs> the SD Gundam universe. Yay! Well, I mean. Is what it can be in the SD Gundam. That's all I can. Well, because there's there's there because there's the main Universal Century stuff, which mm-hmm. is what I'm watching, and then there's like all the different alternate universes. Yeah. They all have their own continuities. Sometimes they'll have new seasons or movies if they're very popular. Sure. Like Gundam Wing got endless waltz. Uh, Iron Blooded Orphans is apparently title is slated for a third season, even though the second season was pretty definitively over. I have to stare at you in confusion. <laughs> you would like Iron Blooded Orphans. So? It's on. You would. It's on Netflix. It's okay. just two seasons, and it's just great. So okay. You would probably love it. It's, I it's, like it better than Ducktales, 2017. It's better than that. Okay, good. It's, Dude, it's, it's up there with the original Ducktales. I know not to admit it, but I've been burning through. The oh, have you been watching been, those? It's okay. really good. It's cute. Know, no, yeah, you, you guys like, showed me an episode. I thought it was. I thought yeah. it was relatively well done. Look, I know it's. I like, thought they well, were. It's a kid show. It's like, well, it's mm, actually really good. So uh, is Avatar, and that's really so good. So is Zeta Gundam in Japan. <laughs> so is Scooby Doo, and I still watch Scooby Doo. Nobody's I don't. Favorite. Nobody's favorite. <laughs> I, w- I would I say. Know. Um, I don't know. Um, what show was you just mentioned? DuckTales. DuckTales. No, the new done. Yeah, you guys showed me an episode. I would say the, the visual gags were stronger than the yes, written gags. Yeah. Voice acting's fine. Animation's cool. I like the zip tones uh, I like it a lot. The flash animations, give or take. Character designs, are they work. Overall, it, it, it's 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 decent to they, good. They talk so. about Huey and Dewey, Huey, Dewey, and Louie's mother. So there's an entire arc on that, and that's really cool and really depressing. Are they Donald Duck's kids or Scrooge uh, McDuck's? But Scrooge, but they're Scrooge McDuck's kids. Whose kids Nephews. are they? They're Who's... Della Duck's kids. Who? Donald's brother or Del- Donald's sister. Oh. Watch more Ducktales. I don't know. <laughs> so that's so wait. But who's their dad? Um. Unknown. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who their dad is. All that matters is that their mother matters. And that's it in the oh, show. Oh man, that's weird. I didn't know that. Like, I thought they were Donald's kids for some no, reason. Oh, okay. No, okay. Nephews. For the longest time, Kit, watch more DuckTales. Anyway, so you like Zeta Gundam. I did. I get why people like it so much. It's surprisingly mature, especially considering its time frame. Uh, It's well animated for, you know, its time. God, the the Blu-rays, it gets a little weird watching the Blu-rays because you can – it clearly was not meant to be shown in, like, beautiful HD resolution because me and AJ, by the end, there were two – I think we talked about the the repeating backgrounds not meshing right. And that's very noticeable. We don't have to talk that. That's consistent for the whole series. They never fix that, so we're like, okay, that's Good. that's just not happening. But we started to notice that. So with old cell animation, when you were on different characters moved on their own cells, their own animated cells. And because the HD restoration is so good, you can see dust that's on the cells. You were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. and on this one, you'll see like a character move while the background doesn't, and like the dust, certain dust will move with them. And it's or like, like a giant hair comes on. No I mean, hairs like that, or anything but, like that. Know. No, but like you can watch the dust move around. You're like, oh, that one's on Bright Noah's cell. Like, look, that one's moving with Bright, but not with Camille. <laughs> like, so we by the end we were picking out things like that. There are parts that look relatively cheap but especially in the last two episodes sunrise they are very very good mechanical animators and really? even even this early on in sunrise's storied career along with it's great watch it if 
uh, if you're doing the Universal Century, you should more than know that Zeta's worth your time. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be more interesting to hear what I think about Double Zeta and Char's Counterattack. You so. know what you should be watching? What? Seis Manos on uh, Netflix. I am curious about that. That is but... an incredible show. It's from the same people of Castlevania. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's about Mexican zombies being beat up by Mexican karate people, mm -hmm. and it's awesome. Sounds cool. I couldn't cool. get any more racist sounding than that. No, you did good. You weren't even close to as racist as the Tequila Gundam. Oh, You're doing good. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so do you want me to go next? Or you have you want... to. All you right, all right. To. So I'm going to review one. Kit, you're gonna have to help me with this because I okay. suck at history. Oh, these, these, this is my, this is this will be my strong. Oh, yeah. Is it the hot stuff? Woo, woo, and I got tomato juice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, because Chad figured out that you can make really good Bloody Marys with the habanero vodka. I can't believe you can just drink tomato juice straight. That's I sure can. Oh, blame, blame my great grandma. Okay. Like originally, I was not weird interested in it. And then she started giving it to us on, like, a hot day with ice, and then it just kind of became a thing. Grandma's weird. And I make a, get a cool red mustache. Not but anyway. That, luckily not on stream, you did not. I am very happy, though, that I got the habanero one because it tastes phenomenal with that. But the next book that I am reviewing oh, is, yeah. Kit, help me out with this. March. March. Book one. Oh, I'm glad you're featuring this because this was a question on Jeopardy a week ago. Really? Yes, it was the $1,600 question was uh, – they showed a picture of John Lewis, the not Nate Powell, but John Lewis, who's like a senator, I believe. He's a yeah, he's a senator, and he's he was one of the people who helped write this. But he, he was wrote he, it. Oh, he wrote it. Okay, he wrote it. With yeah, this guy. He, so John Lewis, if anybody knows, he's part one of the civil rights um, activists, Congressman John, Congressman Lewis. Um, who helped with the sittings of Greensboro back in 1954. Okay, I want to say. Um, and he was one of the guys who actually was the fifth person to speak before Dr. Martin Luther King during the Civil Rights uh, Segregation Movement. Um, so shut up. Tomato chat. Tomato juice is good. Anyway, um, so March is – follows but he was – like of, I said, he was a question on Jeopardy because yeah. they showed a picture of him, and it was like, you have to say, who is this? And it's who is John Lewis. Uh, oh. They had an entire graphic novel category where I knew all the answers except that one. Because I was like, who the fuck is that? Oh, oh, oh. And I was like, oh, it's John. And then John they Lewis. were like, oh, it's John Lewis. And they showed March. And I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't read that yet. That's why that. I didn't well, know that. you can read this now. And you um, didn't even see that, Jeopardy. I didn't I, see it, no. When I went to uh, Fun For All, I was trying to find March book one and two for today's reviews. They had all three. Did they? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I walked by it. And I was shit. just like, I should pick up the second and third volume of it. But no, I didn't. I was looking for the box set, which I've seen at Vault of Midnight. Yes. So. Well, they have all three of them. But I think the box set comes with some other stuff. Whoops. I bought different shit. Uh, well, me too. Um, anyway, so March follows the story of – This is just volume one of This three. is just volume one. Um, it follows the story of John Lewis' life um, where it is – he starts out as a small child, age like seven, and his parents own a chicken farm. Originally, he didn't want to be a civil rights activist or a congressman. He wanted to be a preacher. He wanted to be um, a chicken farmer. So, well, they a asked that. Well, he starts preaching to his chickens, okay. and he, people think he's weird. He goes to school, and then so he the starts chickens the become racist? They, they sure do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so March follows his story on how he grew up during the, the time of segregation. Um, he starts – he first he hears a speech of Dr. Martin Luther King. He becomes inspired to kind of fight back against uh, segregation. So he starts trying to um, go to school to an all, all 
all-white college. By the um, way, John Lewis also, is black, in case yeah, we didn't John make that Lewis clear. Um, if <laughs> kind of a generic-sounding name. I'm trying not to go too much into the civil rights movement or also the segregation and all that kind of stuff because just look it up, and I'm not going to get into the Chad doesn't of that. know what happened. Um, he doesn't well, know what that is. I, I don't, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anybody doesn't know, during back in the 1950s, all I think even 1940s, 30s, um, blacks and whites were separated. Bathrooms, segregation, buses, yeah, yeah, yeah. So segregation, segregation was going on. Um, it also t- talks about Rosa Parks and how John Lewis was actually inspired by a comic book to start his movement. Okay, um, which comic. was called Martin Luther King and the Montgomery uh, Buses. Sounds like a really shitty comic. Which was the <laughs> well, was talking about Rosa Parks and how she sat, how she down hijacked the, the bus, yes, yeah, she, and that's how. Um, what was that one movie with John with uh, Tom Cruise? With a bomb on the bus? Speed. Speed. Yeah, she yeah, helped Tom Cruise he did speed. disable a um, segregated bus. I, I am not secretly a tomato. Thank you, chat. If someone <laughs> said it's gross that you can do that. Oh, come on. Right? Let's see. Yeah, the chat's with me. It's gross. Oh, no, it's, it's not. It's weird. You were Shut like, up. hey, you want some of this, man? I'm like, no. no I, <laughs> what are you, I like crazy? tomato juice. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so this follows his life and how he kind of builds the set, builds on uh, Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King's ways of nonviolent protesting. Um, and how he kind of helped form the Greensboro uh, sit-ins, where they sat in the diner at the counter, and they weren't served, and instead they just would walk away. And they would continue doing it until it gained attention. Until they Um, either get their eggs or... Yeah, well, whatever. No, I know how the the sit-ins work. So he was a sit-in organizer. He was a sit-in organizer, yes. Um, March, as well as I can review this... Was probably it's art by Nate Powell. N- art by Nate Powell. It's great. I have nothing more to say about it. If you want to show them, where'd the sure. book go? I put it down. Um, Nate Powell does more of like a black and white sketchy style. I think it's that's how he does ha- everything. I think it's hand lettered as well. Um, um, I can't really tell. Hard to say. Yeah. This so, could just well, uh, judging by the way, it's kind of a little cattywampus in some places. It looks like it's hand lettered. It's a very good hand letter. Whoever the fuck did it. It's good. So this is a recommendation from the president, President Bill Clinton. Just... Oh, yeah. It has it on the back, too. That's crazy. So, yeah. Um, March. You want to show them the art? No, I wanted to see if there was recommendations from, like, I don't know, Rob Schneider or something. No, no. There's no. Someone I cared about. But, yeah, so the art is I like great. Nate Powell. I, I've got his book, Any Empire, which I really liked. Is that a good one? I don't think you'd like it. Okay, that's it's fair. It's really, really abstract. Oh, well then, maybe I might like it. It's it's well done, but it's... It's not Grant... Pardon, Grant Morrison abstract, is it? No, it's a very... It's very... Okay. Ar- it's, uh, the, the simplest way to put it would be, it's artsy. Oh, well, eh, never mind. It's not like Daniel Klaus. Uh, March is probably one of the... Uh, I really liked March. Okay. I did, like okay. a lot. And the main reason why I did it is because, or I did, is because I'm not very good with history. Okay. I'm not very good with, like, the past on what happens. I'm not very good at big events that happened in our lifetimes just because I'm just never been, that's not never been my strong suit. This dumbs it down for me, but it's never insulting to the reader. It always made me feel like I understood everything really well. Oh, okay. Yes. It's a good it walk was, through. Yeah, it never – it walked me through as to what happened. It held my hand and explained why it happened, what was going on, and what needed to happen in order to make this go on. I was really interested in how the sit-ins were formed. Dude, they sat these people down in this church 
blacks and whites just started yelling racial slurs at them and just to make them to see how much they're stressed and how much they can tolerate and so they could not they did that to jackie violence. robinson too yeah. did they yeah oh well then his, uh, um, his 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 manager did he's like hey here's a bunch of shit people are going to say to you get ready <laughs> like, yeah. and i thought that was really cool i think for somebody who doesn't really read a lot of historical this is stuff, this is an approachable approach an approachable is, approach to history approachable. wow like i never felt insulted it was not aggressive towards it it wasn't like you know in your face hey we're great you know this is this is what's going on and like very preachy to itself it was very respectful it's very well done i i read it i, I read it i literally could not take my eyes off of it i think march is a very well done book if you want to learn about segregation if you want to learn about the civil rights movement and just how it happened i think that john or john lewis does a very respectable and non preachy manner for, to this for, for a guy who wanted to be a preacher for a guy who wanted to be a preacher yes um, I enjoyed Went against learning his about, own instincts. I enjoyed learning about John Lewis's life as how he was just the weird kid who preached to chickens. Yeah, I thought that been, was fun. He was a little autistic um, or something. I liked the idea of a comic book inspired him because I thought that was pretty cool. A ten cent comic book about Dr. Martin Luther King inspired that. I wonder who drew that wrote cool. that. Well, I don't know who wrote. I'm gonna it's find drawn out. Drawn by Jack Kirby. I should have. I had it in my notes, but I don't nah. have it in front of me. Um, but I thought March was really cool. If anybody wants to take a look at it and they want to learn more about this. I've been meaning to read it for a while think. myself. You should. I'll, I'll, I want to pick up the next volume. I'll, I'll pick up the trilogy and read it, and maybe we can do a review together. I think so. I think that this is more in your wheelhouse because you're like, better at explaining like, this kind of stuff. I like nonfiction yeah. comics. And I'm not that big into them, and it's very hard for me to explain <laughs> them. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was yeah, great. Not I enough can't... superpowers for you. John Lewis didn't like get a secret wizard key. God, I wish. No, that's... that's how he learned to fight racism. <laughs> no, and that's another thing too is that if you want something that's like really actiony, adventurous, or just like a comic book, this yeah. How is are not, the fight like, scenes? How are the fight scenes in those? They're this... incredible, dude. Especially when like Godzilla comes down. Okay. And then and John Lewis fights Tequila him. Gundam. Oh, comes in. oh, that yeah. okay. And then John Lewis fights both of them. Wow. With rawhide Rex. <laughs> With raw... <laughs> The fight for civil rights raw, was crazy. Rawhead Rex? Rawhide Rex. Ra rawhide. Or no, Rawhead Rex. Rawhead Rex. Yeah. Um, that was... The phallic monster. Oh, yeah. They fought, He fights him. And Hellraiser. No. No, Hellraiser. That's You got your history wrong. Oh. You were close, though. Was he, Was that Osama? Was Hellraiser? What? Was Osama Hellraiser? Did he fight? Hellraiser? Maybe later. Okay. That might have anyway. been one of the cheapy ones. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So I really liked March. I think John Lewis. And you want to you want to read the next two? I do, okay. I do. I think Andrew Aiden, who was like, not Andrew uh, Anglin. No, Aiden was like a. <laughs> that would be a disaster. He was like a media representative of him, um, and he also helped with this book. I have no idea what he did on this book. Well, what it sounds like is John Lewis talked about his life and experiences, and then Andrew Aiden probably helped him write it into comic format. Probably, uh, and then just Nate for Powell. my Nate Powell did all the art. Yeah. And this is Top Shelf, um, so, which makes yes. sense. Nate Powell does a lot of stuff with Top Shelf, so I'm not surprised. Lewis and Powell were actually in town a year or two ago promoting this book on, like, a book tour. And I really wanted to go to that talk when they were doing that, but I had to be out of town for a convention. I was really Aww, pissed off. I was like, ooh, Nate me. Powell, ooh. Chad, go to this and be like, why? <laughs> I think I mentioned it, and you were like, that sounds dumb. <laughs> that sounds boring. Well, if I said that, I was totally wrong because I really liked this I want to go on one of Kit's weird people things. Oh, all these <laughs> hipsters here. What the fuck? Uh, I like it. I yeah. March, highly recommend it if you want a 
easy read nonfiction book about the history of segregation, the civil rights movement. I'm interested in seeing where it goes. Really yeah, what shocking. if the ending sucks? Like they don't solve racism. What if what if the ending is just like to be continued like, racism? To, to be continued. If it was to be continued, that'd be kind of crazy. I John Lewis hilarious. will return in <laughs> in March. March two protest of March right now to coronavirus protests. <laughs> protests with murder. Whatever. Uh, oh yeah, sorry they didn't solve racism. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, spoilers. We, we didn't. No, th- this one only follows the sin of Greensboro. Did you do your shot? So, I did. Yes, oh, okay, that, I took the sip of the tomato juice right. and then you all made that's fun right. of me. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, that was before. That was before the glitch out. Hey guys, welcome to the chat. By the way, oh, good. Yeah, I know we lost some people because of the glitch out, but that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Well, sorry. Welcome to Shots with Comics picks. LOL. They give spoilers. Shut up. Oh, never mind. We can ignore that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Anyway, so speaking of, this is more of a contrast. Oh, we want to talk. Well, it's political. Yeah. Just and it's a, not like we're doing this because of what's going on right no, now. No, that's why I read this. <laughs> that's so why I, I read March, I, I've too. actually meant to read this for a while. Uh, I bought this shortly after I saw the film and then never read it because <laughs> oh. I'm very smart. No, it's even got that's the now a major motion. That, do they ever put that on the front of they books? Do, they did that with Kingsman, which is really oh, hurtful okay. because my original Kingsman book was taken. So now it's the one with the movie poster. Oh, so you want, oh, we're, oh, I hate yeah. that when they put like the the, the photo poster. They did that it's with like, Batwoman too. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it yeah, looks awful. I'm like, oh, it's gross. So, all right, so, so I'm talking about the old school, the old, 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 almost forty years old now. Which everybody can only remember, remember, remember the fifth of November. The gun. Yeah, I can do the whole thing too. All right. Okay. But whatever um, you. Freaking what neck beard <laughs> World shaved. of Warcraft playing. I don't play WoW. I did that in high school. It made me fat. That's which, not solving your case. Don't worry. Yeah. I got fat again anyway. You did. I pointed that out. Anyway, Thank you. On. So I'm reading. I Well, I read it. It's all of it. Uh, v for Vendetta by Alan Moore with illustrations by David Lloyd and then colored by a whole bunch of people. David Stewart. No, not it was not Dave Stewart. <laughs> it was not the colorist because it was – I'll get into the weird coloring. Hito Kojima. Interior color was David Lloyd again, Steve Whitaker, and Siochan Dodds. Um, so I, I learned a few things about the publication of V for Vendetta. It was serialized in Warrior Magazine back in 1981 through 1983, wherein Warrior Magazine was canceled. Not V for Vendetta, but V for Vendetta stopped running because there was no more Warrior Magazine. Right. But it got re-syndicated on its own uh, in 1988, five years later, and Alan Moore finished it. Um, there's not too much of a jarring tonal shift. I guess you could, uh, maybe if you contrast them, I guess you could be like, oh, his voice has changed and whatnot, but it's not like, whoa, this is a totally new thing. The art stays very consistent. The coloring is relatively consistent. Um, one of the later colorists has a little trouble staying inside the boxes. You'll notice in a few spots if you're, if you're eagle eyed. True. But, uh, so, so Viva Vendetta, obviously there's the Wachowski sisters film, although they were just the producers, uh, director. Uh, they were the Wachowski brothers. During they were, they were the Wachowski too. brothers during that. Yes. Now the Wachowski sisters. Holy crap. It is a different colorist each time. No, it's, it's hard to tell where they switch. Um, it was colored via watercolors, which I'm not sure how they did that for this. Cause this would have been the same when, way I do it carefully. Well, this was ni- <laughs> this was the eighties though. True. Yes. So I don't. You can't do watercolor on like acetate paper like you would do for regular colored gels or mm-hmm. cutouts. I'm not sure what they would have done. I don't know what the process for that would be. Um, I really like David Lloyd's black and white artwork for all the characters. I will say because outside of V and Evie, it gets a little hard to tell who all the different white guys are <laughs> throughout the story. 
And wow. like, it's not like wow. they. Well, <laughs> see, the thing is, is you find out that the the government that's in place in V for Vendetta, they're 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 white ethno nationalists. That's okay. I've worked a lot lot of retail, so like everybody just looks the same to me. Well, the the, so. the government is very very racist. They're white ethno nationalists, so everybody has to be white by virtue of what the story is. It's sure. about a bunch of different white guys because they've killed everybody else. So it's, and I wish David Lloyd or Alan Moore could have written or drawn something that was a little more like, okay, who's this one? Oh, this one's dead. Okay, whatever. Right, right, right. Luckily, it's it's easy enough to to keep to keep track of things. So you're like, well, they're all kind of just horrible racist white guys, except V and E V. So it doesn't really matter that much. Okay, so for anybody who doesn't know the plot of V for Vendetta, it's there's a big nuclear war, and in the aftermath and fallout, a hilariously nationalistic right-wing government takes over britain and rules it with an iron fist they are a massive surveillance state and they're all constantly being watched and listened to by different parts of their new government and their government speaks to them through a voice on the radio and all of their dictates come from a computer system called fate okay and, and then the remember the remember the fifth of November thing comes. And out. then Mr. That's everybody. It opens with it. Evie Hammond, and she's like, "Oh my God, I'm so poor. I'm gonna go be a hooker," and this goes great for her. And that she immediately talks to a policeman who's not only going to arrest her, but first he's gonna rape her. Good. And then, or, I mean, no, that's no bad. it's bad. No, no, it's very no. bad. And uh, and V's like the V then his mask and everything shows up kills all these guys and blows up a bunch of shit and, and the whole he says remember remember no he <laughs> shut up. You just made that you did three you can't do any more oh sorry I thought I I thought no. I had one more no you you oh I didn't do my shot oops okay do you want some tomato juice no okay. There's another, there's another sweet one. What the fuck? Cool. I'm going to get all the cool ones. Yeah, you're going to get all the cool <laughs> ones. Yeah. But it, it, it goes through. Evie's kind of dumb and doesn't know a lot of things because she wouldn't know anything because she's been raised in either the apocalypse or a right-wing surveillance information control state where she's not really taught anything. Other so, like, than, now? No, it's it's worse. Like, oh, she's, okay. she's a dumb. She's 16 years old, and she, she starts living with V, who saved her. And he just starts teaching her all this stuff, but also, like, running her through, like, weird lessons because V's kind of like a uh, anarchist schizophrenic. He's a psychopathic anarchist. He's not psychopathic. He is. They, they talk about him possibly being schizophrenic at one point mm-hmm. and how much that's worn off or not is is, le- is a bit muddled, purposefully so. And it's, it's then it's V and E V attempting to overtake this, this horrible dystopian nightmare they live in now reading this now in uh, 2020 as opposed to the 1980s when it came out it was it was it's very well done it's very well written uh, the characters are fun the the dialogue is great the the way the scenes are put together is great but the overall premise it's like oh since this has come out a million billion people have written this exact same story or taken so many elements from it and done it either worse or done try to do the exact same thing or in a lot of cases just tried to write their own political jack-off fantasy right where it's like oh i totally want to live in the hyper trad nationalist state or oh i totally want to fight against them and it's like oh my god you can see a lot well, of people have tried to imitate this yes. i don't think anybody's well, like probably anonymous like they they wear that mask. well that's that's a different thing though that, that's kind of its own thing but i'm talking about like when people write or talk about their politics you see a lot of people 
use this as either a point of reference or a point of pride in a weird, distorted way without either having read this or understanding it. Right. Well, it's a very complicated book. I read this it when is. I worked at the comic book store, and I was just like, I liked it. You've read you've read all of this? I've read, yeah, a long time ago. Let's say it's, it's, it's a dense so. book. It's it's 265 pages, and Alan Moore can be very verbose. Originally, I didn't like it, but that's because I didn't understand it. I can so. I can see not understanding it, and to compare it to the film, it, it, most of the same events that happen in this happen in the film. They're they're written differently. A lot of the best lines in the films are are in the book or are, are somewhat rewritten for the screen. Things happen in a different order, but they they hit a lot of the same notes. Right, right, right. I'd say this, having watched the film, it was kind of nice because some of the parts where it got a little more like, oh, there's like three different narratives going on simultaneously. This is a little confusing. Oh, which character is this? Because they're all a bunch of white guys that all look the same. Ah, ah. It, it helped me keep track of what was going on. Sure. So that was that was nice. Um, did you like it as a whole? I did. I did. I, I enjoyed it immensely, honestly. Do you think that people, like you said – most people have never actually read this book. Most people probably haven't. Most people have seen the movie and will pretend to have read the book. Be oh, like, it's, oh, that's like the same It's like thing. the whole thing when I say that people like Queen, but they've never actually listened to Queen. How, like, how, like that. how would you not have listened to Queen? It's on the radio all the time. I mean, like, all of discography of Queen. Oh, I mean, you say you're, like, a fan of it. Well, yeah, and then this even... This is the, that's the only example I can think of at this moment. This is even more so where it's like, oh, this is like dense... Um, it, there's not a lot of action. There's not even a lot of action in the film. But there's right. even less than this. It's it's a lot of people moving pieces around on a socio-political chessboard and doing what they can to fuck each other over. Right. It's a lot of maneuvering, and it's interesting, and all the characters have their motivations and the way they do things is in general awful um it's i remember when i initially started reading it i stopped because i didn't like the coloring because it's it's watercolor which i normally like watercolor but the the colors are very brash and weird and and a lot of muddy very muddy and i think that partially had to do with the printing technology at the time this was on the old school vertigo newsprint there's also like a lot of bleed as well I've noticed well, not a lot of not a lot of bleeds. You don't think so? Well, no, bleeds would go to the edge of the page. No, and there's no, almost no, no. Of that. I mean, like sometimes, like the watercolor kind of misses. Oh yeah, well that's because it's the so they're just trying to do an effect. Um, it's it's kind of oddly colored. I appreciated it more this time. I don't know if it needs a recolor necessarily because it's a comic that's about a very ugly place going through a very ugly time. A very ugly so maybe color. you don't want it to look glamorous and nice you just want it to be like okay this is this is effective it's it's interesting how they colored it but i don't i don't know if i ultimately liked it or not i think it would work just fine in black and white as well right lloyd's artwork is so strong sin city style yeah where um, it's like colors and i've seen i've seen some of the pages on their own and they look they look very nice Mm. but i think they had to put it in color but they were limited in what they could print or even how they could put color two pages back in the 80s so i feel like a lot of things came together in a certain way that could only go so far mm-hmm. i don't but you I, liked but you liked to be ultimately i liked the book it was smart it was well written it was interesting and obviously right now there's a lot of uh, political revolutionary wannabes and whatnot going on we'll see how that all plays out i'm shocked right. that what's going on right now there hasn't been a lot of people wearing that mask well it's it's kind of as far as come, we know it's it's come to take on a different meaning now in 2020 at this point 
but uh, I can see a lot of reflections of a lot of people's political rhetoric being mirrored here sure. all the way back in 1983, of all things. So we'll see. I don't know. It's like if things changed, have they not changed enough? Maybe, maybe or... Natalie Portman won't be in Star Wars. Oh. Is she going to be in Star Wars? She oh, she already Wars. was. Yeah. yeah. That already happened. It's too late. Oh. <laughs> maybe this is going to stop there. No, it's, it's, a, it's a smart political book, and, you know, I like those, so. Mm-hmm. I like books about politics. Most of the ones I read are fucking terrible. I read March. And like I, I talk about, the, like I said before, is there's a lot of people who want to write their fanfic about the, the right-wing dystopia and how it's coming for all of us and we're all fucked. And it's like, oh, Alan Moore already did this. He already yeah, did it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Stop trying to do that. Come up with something new like what he was doing when he came up with this. Right. Stop writing your V for Vendetta well, fan fiction. Also, try not to be preachy. Because V for Vendetta, from what I remember, was never – it's it, it's preachy. it's pretty on the nose about what it's talking about, but it's written in such a because V himself he'll do a lot of the preaching you'd say, but well, he talks in like a sing song. Yeah, he'll talk in rhyme and verse well, and yeah, poetry. It's, it's never like, I guess it's obvious anger. and it'll even hit you over the head. And he is angry, but it's well done enough and it's it's intriguing enough that you're like, sure. oh, where's this going? Maybe What's... it's not annoying is maybe the word I'm looking for. I mean, it annoys Evie because she'll ask well, you questions and she'll like start singing like a riddle. Is this bad? Well. No, that's what he'll do though is she'll ask him a very direct question. He'll like start singing a riddle and she'll be like, will you just fucking give me a straight <laughs> answer? And he never will. So you, uh, it's, but that's what makes that I think a smart book is that it's it'll, sure. it does all this fucky stuff that in the hands of a lesser oh, author would come off as oh this is trite garbage. Good, this is your smart book. I'm gonna give you a stupid book in a minute. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's my thoughts on, on right, that. Right. I could I could go on and on about this for days and days and days. Um, we should do a full like episode or like a full stream and not really an episode of just like political comics. Oh, I could. Ones that work could, and ones don't work. Um, I would be terrible at it, but. No, nah, you'd be fine. <laughs> let's let's just bring on March because that's so far. March really is good. March is good. March um, is well done. All right, so I'm gonna do a chance? shot. So my next review, as I do a shot. Uh, what? What? You're not no, gonna do? A... I'm saving it for you. Oh, thanks. All right, guys. So time for me to do another shot. Ooh, that's the whipped cream. Ooh. That's a spicy whipped cream. <laughs> Ooh, I can't drink tomato juice with that. So now everybody can make sure fun of me about that. You could drink um, tomato juice and whipped cream. Oh, that sounds gross. I'd probably try it anyway. I know. Um, so my next review talking? is speaking of um, what's going on right now. Black Panther versus Deadpool That's is not my current review. Right now. Sure as hell seems like. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Black Panther versus Deadpool is from somebody who I really like. They it is by Dan Kibblesmith, who is anybody is read his last name up. really Kibblesmith? Kibblesmith. That's amazing. Yeah, Daniel Kibblesmith. I met him. He's That's a very such nice a guy. good last name. He's buddies with Elliot Ryhall and Robert Robert Rayford, who are also two friends of mine. I don't care. None of them are called Kibblesmith. So. so anyway, he did Lockjaw, which I really enjoyed for Marvel. Um, and then the art is by. Oh shoot. Who the hell did the art? Ricardo Lopez or- Ortiz. 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 I don't know who that is. Ortiz. I didn't take any notes for this one because this okay. is really easy to review. It's a pretty, it's a pretty it's thin pretty little thin. book, yeah. Um, this book, if anybody knows, this was around the same exact time where Deadpool was the Deadpool craze, where they were just really Prepare putting yourself for a hilarious romp through Wakanda. Yes. 
Deadpool. Is, I don't even care. So this book follows the. <laughs> so this book follows Deadpool as he starts. He defeats the Wrecker, who's the guy with the magical crowbar from Marvel. Is that a character? Yes, part of the Wrecking Crew. They have Asgardian weapons as like a crowbar. That is topical. <laughs> it's Black Panther versus the Wrecking Crew. Yeah. <laughs> They're out there wrecking stuff. And he's like, um, don't do it. We're trying to have a real so, revolution. So he's trying oh, We just want free Air Jordans. <laughs> or the wrecking crew. <laughs> have you seen that video of the guy who's like stealing the Air Jordans? And he's like, yo, these, I'm jacking these Jordans for, for Floyd. I saw. It's the, amazing. I saw the ones who jacking the Cinnabon, which is pretty cool. But they, I, the guy actually says, he's like, yo, these Air Jordans I just jacked. That's for Floyd. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, what a no. way to remember if the uh, man was to, oh, to rob a God. Nike we're, store in his name. We're going to get reported. You yeah, know? No. I, no, I know, like, that's, I know. I'm just saying no, that's know, a real I video know, that exists. Someone did that. <laughs> um, so this follows Deadpool as he goes up against the one of the wrecking crew members with a magical crowbar. Well, he decides to drive a bus full of children in order to stop him. Um, he Speaking crashes of speed it. References. Yeah, no kidding. Um, speed buses just seem to pop up in these themes. I was just reading a lot of um, a bus theme. It was Rosa Parks. <laughs> she was. Yes, she was driving it. Um, so as he was driving it and he's trying to stop the wrecker, he crashes it, and the local mailman of a town decides to. Um, well, he doesn't decide to. He gets a. Uh, he gets severely injured. And there's a small piece of metal where every time he breathes, it goes closer and closer to his heart. So they, they say, hey, Deadpool, the only way to prevent this mailman from dying is a very specific surgery um, called a vibranium drill. Of course. Where they have to vibrate it into him to get out the metal because, of course. So who owns the biggest plantation of, of vibranium? Tony Stark. Who owns the, <laughs> <laughs> Who owns it? I stand Bat- on my answer. Okay, okay, fine. Batman mm-hmm. owns the uh, biggest vibranium plant in the world. So he travels to Black Panther's Wakanda in order to retrieve it. Well, Black Panther just says, hey, um, you're a bad guy who kills people, and I don't want you to have this vibranium. And it's him, tr- Deadpool, trying to get the vibranium while Black Panther tries to stop him. Kit? Mm-hmm. This book is ridiculous. I would imagine. It is stupid. Uh-huh. It takes me maybe about... A half hour to read it. I have I've never had more fun with a book <laughs> than I have. Oh, uh, I don't know if that's true. We it's, we read something I, else we had, that uh, we're well. Look, that is Citizen Kane right there. Okay, we got this. Okay, this book is so ridiculous, so stupid. Let me take a look. It at this. has a ridiculous plot, but I sat there and I was going. Oh, and Dan actually signed it too when I bought it from him. Um, he was very happy. If anybody wants oh, to read Deadpool's Dana, got little so, kitty ears. He does. No, he gets a cool, like, Black Panther suit in this. It's a lot of fun. It's very simple. It's a very basic, fun Deadpool comic. It's not real. There's not really much I can say to it, which is why this was second on my review poll, because there's just not a lot. That I can say, except it's fun. It's not a lot it's of quick. socio-political There's commentary not, here. It's not. It's not. Um, but it is fun. I would recommend it to somebody who likes Deadpool. I would recommend it to somebody who likes Black Panther. It's just a really fun, fun Marvel story. I never was bored with it. I think the art's great. I think uh, Ortiz does a really well, a uh, really good job with like the sketchy, more um, cop- comic book poppy feel to it. 
yeah, there's a lot, a, lot of, a lot of zip tone yeah. going on, simple, um, bright colors. He tries, I feel like, giving it that classic feel, because I know, like, the older school comics had that, a lot of zip tone I just, I just want to say that on the back of this book, it has Deadpool with a bunch of Black Panther caps around him, and he's got kitty ears, and it says, Hey, T'Challa. How you like me? Me? How you like meow? Actually, if you want to, uh, real quick for the chat, if you want to mail us Deadpool comics, yes, please. I don't think um, you heard the joke. I'll say it again. Hey, T'Challa, how you like meow? Yes, he says that in there, and then says it's it on, also the, on back. the back too. Yes, he makes a lot of cat jokes to Deadpool, or uh, to Black Panther, and it's fun because it kind of makes Black Panther is really smart. And it kind of dumbs him down a little bit in this book. And I think that's what makes it real, a lot of fun. Is because he's not this political character. He's a hero trying to protect his country. And he just attacks Deadpool in cold blood. He's like, no, I'm going to fucking kill you for coming onto my land. It's like and throwing being a, dick. a zebra head around. In oh, yeah, where he, he like fuses his arm with a zebra head. Oh, yeah, that, that is yeah. what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I like this comic a lot. I actually liked it way more than I think I needed to. Um, I bought this it's kind of advertisement whim. on the inside for Black Panther by Ta-Nehisi Coates, and I'm like, listen, if you're buying this, you're probably not interested. In no, Ta-Nehisi you're not. Coates no, 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 no. Like Ta-Nehisi <laughs> Coates with his Black Panther, it's a little stuff different. Is, is a lot more heavier. Uh, yes, subjects. yes. Uh, um, but with this, it's really fun. It's very classic style Deadpool stuff. Um, I, no, I wouldn't say it's classic Deadpool stuff. I would say it's new age Deadpool stuff because the classic Deadpool stuff is way darker. Um, well, like but, the original Liefeld stuff where yes, it was like yeah. he was trying to make a real comic, and but it was Rob Liefeld, so it was Rob Liefeld yes, comic. Yes, <laughs> So I really like Black Panther versus Deadpool. I think it's fun. I think if you want something, just a really quick read that's not very heavy that you can turn your brain off of and have two really – different characters going at it like, like a very po- going at like it. like they just have fucking they just fuck the entire time like why not though? yeah like if you're doing this already like just have it like oh they got hit with magic fuck drugs and they wake up in bed the next day together and they're like oh my god we didn't <laughs> we oh, did we're never talking about this again and, and then like and then they talk about it again. No, nah, and then it's just like that's just sort of something every every reader knows. It's like, did Black Panther and that guy fuck? Like, you know what maybe? would be fun though is that if all the superheroes knew about it too, but they just made like subtle hints. But at they, it. but it's also all happened to them because they've all been <laughs> yeah, hit by the same they're... fuck drugs. So you yeah. like see this round table, they're all giving each other eyes, and it's like, oh, now I know who's fucked who. I mean, every superhero has fucked everybody, so it doesn't matter. Someone just drops a gay bomb <laughs> right in the middle of it all, and um, an so, Avengers Tower. So Black Panther versus crazy. Black Panther versus Deadpool. If you like Daniel Kibblesmith, I also recommend Lockjaw. Um, but at the same time, though, I would recommend this as well. Uh, but if you want to politically charge Black Panther, read maybe the Tanahisi cut stuff. Maybe read the original. I have Jack Kirby ones. I have, I have those. En- I have his entire run. Oh, do you? There's a bunch. There's a bunch of those. I I've heard mixed things. But what of Jack Kirby's? No, I I have Ta-Nehisi's? those. The, the Ta-Nehisi's. Just, oh, I do too. I've heard mixed things about it because he's he's not a comic writer. He's like a he's like an essay writer. Yes. that's kind of his thing. He tries, and I well, and I he's very that. he's he's a very good writer. He's very talented. Obviously, uh, people have all sorts of opinions. We God, there's a lot you can say about Mr. Coates. Sure. Um, we don't have to get into that territory. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, sure. But anyway. I definitely recommend this if you want to 
stupid, fun, exciting comic book about two characters who should probably never be written together again. Thank you, Kibble Smith. <laughs> Much less this homoerotic. Yes. So let's move on to something more politically charged uh, because apparently that's the theme. Uh, that's that's half of what I read because people expect. No, it from I don't me. edit out your burps during the good. I edit out good. Stuff I want I everybody to know what's happening to my body. I will make Dave read this book. Don't. Probably. Thank He'll you, Chad. Hate it. Oh, I know he will. He did just finish the Grant Morrison Animal Man run. I am started that. He really liked it. And because dude, just due to work, because I have it at my work desk. Oh yeah, because you brought my copy. Yes. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's probably the for Animal Man. It's the weirdest thing that Grant Morrison could have done. Oh yeah, no, he um, he got away with a lot with this. Because when you like Doom Patrol, then you look at Animal Man, you would think it's two different things, but they blend really well together. Yes, they do. Anyway, let's go. All so right. one of my Sp- favorite spicy, spicy boy. I'm very excited to <laughs> listen to this. This is spicy meatball. Isn't it good, though? So the habanero vodka from Wicked Spirits is very spicy and just very, very delicious. I'm putting my water on the table. Um, yeah, I might need some if I kill this Arnold Palmer. <laughs> do you want some tomato juice? No. no. It makes a killer Bloody Mary, I'm telling you. I don't like Bloody Mary Just stuff. wait until the, our Couch Con thing when I have Bloody Mary shots made. I'll do it for you. but Thank you. My heart goes out. And picklebacks. I won't give you picklebacks if you don't want to. Anyway, so this is one of my – this is – Yeah, you really like this one. I do. I do. I think it was last week I reviewed the first volume, right? Was that last week? You guys can't – oh, so the chat asked you can't do anything anymore without it being politically charged. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust us. Our entire stuff is all over the thing. So Okay, so so last week I reviewed the first volume of Starve by Brian Wood and Daniel Zazelz. The coloring by Dave Stewart. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have fucking? He did V for Vendetta. No, no, he didn't. We already <laughs> went over that. He did everything else in the world. Star. I reviewed it last week. I, I very much enjoyed the first volume. I had a lot of nice Yay. things to say about it. I, it was all over. Like, oh my god, it's it's got all this cool stuff about cooking. Probably one of my favorite reads. Politics. Um, I'll say I didn't like the second volume as much as the first. Ah, that's fair though. I, under, I, I'll, I get I'll, it. And I'll, I'll get into why. Is and it because it's slow? It's not no, it's not slow at all. Okay. It's it's actually probably too fast, mm. um, because the first volume is very bam, bam, bam. It's like okay, here's the cooking challenge. Here's how he's gonna fuck it up, and that's kind of every week. And then the second volume, I guess Brian Wood got tired of writing that formula. He's like, well, what if he did a bunch of other stuff? And he does. Uh, Mr. Gavin Kirkshank, the the main cook. Sure. Um, I'm not gonna go back over the whole plot. You can listen to a previous week's episode if you want to know kind of the the basic plot premise of Starve. But I think what ultimately didn't work was the ending was was fine, but I wanted something better than fine. And he started to throw a lot of new elements into the mix in the second half where it was like, oh, he's doing all this other stuff. And he's like, oh, I've got this big plan. It's all going to come. And he's talking. It's like, oh, it's all going to come together. It's all going to be so big. And then you get to the end and it's like, it worked out well enough. Sure. But it's not like I wasn't like, oh, wow, that's so cool how that all gelled together at the end in a right, cohesive, right, right. interesting way to make a point or make a statement. It just was sort of like, here's like here's kind of what would happen. And I was like, oh, all right. Um, mm-hmm. that, wor- that that works, I guess. It, did, it wasn't – and I guess I came in very strong, really liking it, and I, I was hoping it could keep that pace. 
and I feel like some of the events that happen in the second volume do keep that pace, but the way it, I'm a big endings guy. I'm big on sure, endings. Sure, sure. And the fact that the ending was just like, oh, okay, that's that's nice. It's like, oh. Well, I think what happened was – I don't know if he had to cut it short. I think he did. I mean, we and, knew it was only going to be so long because there were only eight episodes of the show. You mean eight, but, eight issues of the show? No, well, the eight episodes of the show. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the in the in comic show that he's on, but then it's like his his daughter is on the show, and he's doing all this other stuff like opening a chicken restaurant and whatever. Yes, and that I actually liked those chapters. I liked him talking about the acquisition of food for in like neighborhoods where it's hard to get fresh ingredients. I always like all the cooking related stuff, and there was less of that because he's not on the cooking show anymore. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of him like doing once once again political maneuvering, which that was also in the previous volume, but it it was like cooking first and foremost. Political maneuvering was just kind of the flavor, and yes. then this was more of him maneuvering, and it ultimately I didn't well, find the is... ending very satisfying. It was just like I said, it was just like. Oh, I guess that ties up everything, but it's not particularly. It wasn't a very interesting ending, and I, I felt I ever, like I, I felt I... like he had something very specific he wanted to say in that first volume, and then the second volume it got really muddled. Where he was like, "Oh, but I also want to say this, 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 and this," and if he could have tied it all together with like that perfect ending where all those elements sure. come together, like would be like, "Oh, fireworks!" But it was just kind of like. Uh, some of these elements are going to come. Some of it's going to get dropped, and some of it's just going to get tied up. Sure. I was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe he just wasn't feeling it. I'm or, not sure what exactly or happened. Or Image pulled the plug on it, maybe. Uh, well, Image doesn't really do that exactly. Not so, really. So I, I'm not I'm not sure what happened. I can't imagine the weird cooking comic about the gay reality TV star. <laughs> was like a big draw for most people who go to the comic book store like oh i yeah. liked it well no like i read that first volume. i was like this is fucking great uh but i like both volumes though i thought it was fun i thought it was it was still like, yeah. well done enough here it sure. just didn't it didn't have the same zipang power of that first volume where i was just like i was really so you didn't away. think it was as deep not even necessarily that it was as deep but it just it wasn't as it like i said it just didn't all tie together it wasn't as not succinct, but it wasn't all as united of a vision. Okay. It got mess. It got sloppier. Okay. Which okay, it still worked. It still is. A, if you like read the first volume and you want to see an ending, you want to know where it goes. This will work for you. Um, as an overall series, I would have to say like, oh, it starts out really strong, and it continues through and just sort of it gets. It doesn't fall apart to the point where it's like, God, ending stupid. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, it almost makes too much sense. The ending. It's like, oh, that's like. Everything just wraps up and it's over. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I just I was yeah, like, oh, okay. I, I was I was hoping for something a little more that would give me a little more. Sure. So, um, I I don't need to go on too long about this since you know we already did the premise of the first one and I talked about all the things about the art and writing that I did like. But if we're just talking about a second half, I feel like that's really all I need to no, say. That's my volume. You can get that. Oh back. yeah, that's right. This is yours. <laughs> this is there you go. Starve is belongs to Chad. He rec- he he got me reading this. And ultimately glad I did. I think, you know, I like Brian Wood sure. a lot. Uh, I just wish it would have tied itself up. He did Northlanders, up. right? Yes. Yeah. Which is, like, the one thing of his I haven't read. What's the other one he did? DMZ. DMZ, And yeah. Rebels, he that also was, did. I was really mad, too, because I was at Fun For All the other day, and I saw DMZ, but they didn't have the second volume, or the first volume. I've got all like, of DMZ if you want to read I it. I do. I want to read the first volume. It's very good. But DMZ has a great premise, and it's DMZ is something that predicted a lot of stuff you see happening in American political p- 
politics now. Sure. And it's just like, oh, this is that played out in a very <laughs> cinematic, cinematic way. Yeah, yeah, DMZ's yeah. DMZ is great. Um, there's uh, if you do read it, I want to see what you think of one character. Cause... I'm really garbage at politically charged books. <laughs> you hang out with me, and that's like half of what I read because I hate myself. So I just want to be miserable. Like, oh. Not even the fact that I don't like – I like – because I like a lot of them, but – or I like some of them maybe, but I just – I can't explain it. They're, they can be a little difficult. You're yeah. like, what the fuck are these people like, talking about? Why do I, they care? I read stuff like Batman and Teen Titans and just like – Someone's asking if Rebels is st- – no, it is Rebels like American Revolutionary Rebels. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Brian Wood probably wouldn't write Star Wars stuff. He'd be like, no, I Dude, only want to write about did. He only wants to write about history <laughs> and, like, contemporary issues. That's all he cares <laughs> about. If Brian Wood write a Star Wars book, It'd probably be, be cool. great. That'd be cool. It'd probably be very good. Alan Moore should write one. Jason Aaron did. Yeah, why not? He no. did Vader Down. I mean, Alan Moore's is... written, like, every DC character. Let him write Star Wars. Who? Alan Moore. Oh, Alan Moore. Who? Sorry, my the <laughs> alcohol is kicking in okay he wrote uh also, he wrote some books you might have this heard of and the book he wrote paranormal misadventures by Alan Moore. look i don't want to talk about the next book do i have to you do okay let me get out my notes because i gotta explain you need some book. notes for this I, one i do okay I do. okay i'll allow it march i tried on my own because i wanted to do a politically a political book on my own which is fine um, you want to pull up your notes on the screen or no i have them on my phone oh, okay uh, i have them here so i'm gonna do my shot Everybody's like, wow, this stream's so great where I can listen to Kit Belch. Shut the f- <laughs> It's my favorite part of the entire show. <laughs> so, Starve, not so much. Yeah, ending got a little weak. But, but would you recommend it as a whole? Yes. It's actually sure. a book. I If they, if they have a an overall trade where it's like both volumes put together, I think I want to buy it for my dad for Father's Day. No, you should make him, make him read Food Wars. No, he... <laughs> No, my dad always got mad at how sexualized the manga we read as kids was. He would get angry about that. No, He'd be like, food this wars. Has bikinis and I don't like food this. wars isn't sexual at all. It's the tentacles of after they eat sushi, the tentacles crawl up them. No, see, my dad wouldn't like that. He'd be like, "Well, it's just girls in this. They all look hot, but I have to. I'm still your dad, even though I'm <laughs> 60." <laughs> anyway, like, Dad, I draw porn. You've seen it on accident many times. So. It's like, yeah, but I just block that out of my thoughts. <laughs> That's why I drink, son. I made my mom look at some of your art as well. Oh, did you? You yeah. made her? She really likes it. Oh, cool. But then she's like, I just wish that the dicks weren't that big because that's like over-exaggerating dick. Oh, and I was like, should... oh, no, mom. <laughs> oh, she should see what some other people are doing. I've reined no, it I in. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. She'd be like, mom, don't go on the internet. Good seeing you streaming. Okay, guys, so from the shots, though, with free pre-records are good all in all. But live, live is better. better. Okay, thank we'll, we'll you, keep thank doing you. it. We'll Sorry about all the, the technical it. issues we had. Um, Funny as so, they were. We're, we're. So the next book I don't want to talk about, but I will. This has been a book that I've what is, mentioned. Wait, what Kit. is this? I don't know this one. Kit, I've talked to you about this before. Dad, have you? Oh, yeah, you showed me this, and I, I just have. went, oh, the cover's ugly. I don't know if people on the stream will be able to tell. This is, what is it? Death Sentence. Death Sentence. A um, masterwork by Monty Nero Dowling. That is a, that is a very, very, um, that is wrong. <laughs> you see That's why I said. Well, I remember you showed me this and you were like, I'm excited about this. And I was like, the cover looks like dick. Well, the, the cover looks, I mean, to me, the cover looks cool. Okay? I, well, I think the cover looks cool. To me, it looks looked like airbrushed um, garbage. So I bought this at on a clearance sale at Green Brain Comics in Dearborn. 
um, during the uh, Tammy and the T-Rex streaming. Anyway, so Death Sentence is published by Titan Comics, which it's okay if nobody has known about them. Wait, what? Um, what company? Titan Comics. Have they published anything we've they read They published on? the Assassin's Creed stuff, but no, we've never oh, done anything. Oh, we have talked about that yes, they did have. Assassin's Creed. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, we talked about this before. We were, yeah, because we were like, is that like they spent all their money to acquire that IP and then made no money on it? And then it? I was like, <laughs> probably yes. Um, so this series is by Titan Comics and Monty Nero. Montanero. Take you a look at this. Zesty. That's Italian. If, if anybody is familiar with Montanero, Montanero um, Dowling. It's okay if you haven't. The only thing uh, else that I could find that he has done is Amazing X Men, Volume One. Are and you gonna okay. read Volume Two? I am. Um, <laughs> I, I am, but not for the reason you think I am. Oh yeah, it's um, just that guy's name is just Montanero. Just, just one word. He's a character in this too. Um, okay. And then the art is by Ma- Mike Dowling. Mike Dowling. I'll say right now, the art's fine. I actually really like the artwork. Lettering by Jimmy Betancourt um, from Comicraft. So, Monty Nero also yeah, the art does... Looks, well, the, the interior art looks better than the covers. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, are these people fucking? That's cool. Yes. Can't show that on stream. So, Monty Nero, if anybody wants to check out, I have a couple issues of the amazing X-Men books that he did. Because Nightcrawler was one of my favorite X-Men characters. I checked it out. I liked it. Um, but anyway... Um, this, this book getting follows his butthole fingered on this he, page. Kit, sorry, um, just, I know. I keep seeing I know, things, and I'm like, "What am I looking <laughs> at?" Like, um, so please. this book is people are getting infected by the G virus, which is an STD that gives people superpowers and then kills them in six months. Um, it's like black hole, but not fo- good at all. <laughs> the 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 story follows three people and an unaccessible artist named Verity. And if anybody names their daughter Verity, I will smack them because that's a stupid I that, name. I've heard that name somewhere else. Well, it's stupid because it's too close Gun- to both. I think there's a Gundam character named Verity. Well, then she's named after a Gundam. So anyway. <laughs> she's, it's the Verity Gundam. Um, a struggling musician named Weasel? Yeah. Mm. All um, her parents hate him? And then a psychopathic, sex-craved, drug-addicted comedian named Monty. Monty Nero. Uh. Each character is infected with the STD virus and starts developing their own powers. Um, Verity can explode? Maybe? It's her power is she can, de- like, her whole body. Does she die? No, but oh. she can explode. Neo Tokyo is about to explode. Um, I'm gonna, I think he wrote something else, which I think, uh, anyway. I know this character was an inspiration for something, and I gotta pull it out of my box, and I will because there's a similar character to that Weasel who gets acid blast and intangibility, and Monty becomes God. Intangibility. Intangibility. There you go. What did I say? Intangibility. Okay, cool. <laughs> great, great. The alcohol's kicking in. Good. Um, That's the point of the show. Yeah. Um, Monty decides to use his powers to. Rise to the ranks of the media food chain, and eventually murders the Queen of England. But he has sex with her first, and it's the nice. old lady one. So it's it's the current Queen of England. Oh, not as cool. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of like like old lady sex. There's a lot of like references to it, and it's very uncomfortable. Do you think to Nero, he's in like granny porn. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. Does... Um, and rough he, way to go. So Verity and Weasel are recruited by a secret government organization to and stop this insane man. Kit, 
Mm-hmm. The death sentence is something that the I death read. death sentence? The death sentence. There you go. Thank you. Um, it's something that I read, and then I put it down. <laughs> you read the whole thing, though? I read the whole thing from cover so to cover. it's not a thin book. Thing. It's not a thin book. This book tries its hardest to be fun and exciting, but e- nothing ever seems to make sense or has any rules to the characters' abilities. So I said he wrote The Amazing X-Men. This book here, there's no rules to their powers because everybody it's in X-Men has, has the rules. rules. Monty is a character who gains like this telepathic persuasion-type power, but then eventually, for no discernible reason, he's able to control one person and then a page later he's able to control a group of people all the way to people who are just underwater that he can't see it's very strong so i'm like where is his limit of this power and this is all in the span of six months of these people from dying so there's no limit to these powers because verity at one point can just explode and then she can create like illusion copies of herself to be able to combat monty so I'm like, where are these limitations to these powers? Weasel, though, is a totally forgettable character, and his powers never actually delighted to anything. They have, like, all the powers just... of a weasel. Like, Spider-Man has all the proportional strength of a spider. Does he have all the proportional strength <laughs> and abilities of a weasel? Sure, yes. Yes, he does. What are the powers of a weasel? Um, Each character, their each ability seems to be just more convenient to the plot than actually to defeat the villain. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Weasel's getting shot at. Well, all of a sudden, he can phase through walls. Um, he's being attacked. Okay, well, let's give him Acid Blast. It's like, well, what is his powers exactly? Or Verity. Sure, she can explode to get out an entire room. But then she can create copies of herself later on? But apparently that's just a natural ability that she already had. Mm. So it's just convenient to the plot to make it move forward oh that's um, always a great way yeah, to write it's why is it's this happening fucking, because it needs because to like i've done that before with with my books that i've mm, written don't admit that but at the same time though it's just well why can she survive bullets because she has a demonic being with her like that okay well that's believable but it's oh well because she's being shot at and her powers manifested during that time. It's like, well, fuck you, dude. Like that's so not. So you hit the powers like, jackpot. I can believe a demon before. Well, sure. Uh, before a gunfight, um, Kit. Like, I wanted. I don't like this book. <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't think so. I don't like this book. I think when it it has a lot of praise on the book, a masterwork. Well, no, yeah, it it's says very that right forced. on the front. It's very from pop matters. Yes, it's well, I don't know who they are, so it doesn't matter. I don't know who we are. It's just it's very powers of weasel, furry murder, snake so insane, slinky. That's the that's saying, the chat. Just saying random, but shit. I like that keep, idea. Keep talking about this um, awful book. I just I feel like that there was never a time where I felt like the characters were ever in any danger because the actual. They always evolved during that time period. So I was like, okay, well, they're just going to survive that anyway. Um, I never felt excited with stuff that would happen just because of that. It's always a good thing you want to hear in a book. That's a poll quote on the front of the book. I never felt excited. (laughs) I never felt like – I just wanted them to do what they needed to be done so they could let me stop reading so I could feel like I read something. 
Hence the entire thing of I read something and then I put it down. Yeah, I read something. That was that. Um, the only thing that positive thing I can think of about this book was the fact of the STD thing where they gained these powers from fucking. When, when they fucked, they had gained this G virus and then they gained powers and they had six months left live. That's a cool premise. That's, 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 yeah, that's like, a fine. That's cool. Like, it's a little <laughs> schlocky, but you could do something fun with sure, that. Sure, you could, but this, no. Because here's another thing, Kit. They fucked like it didn't matter that they had the virus anyway. So it wasn't like this virus was There was no moral like, thing where it's like, oh, no. hey, I'm going to fuck you. And, oh, I feel bad because you're going to die. It was like, oh, let's do this because yeah. we're animals. Like, Monty, and I get that in a villain standpoint because Monty would just fuck anybody because he could because he had the, the mind control ability. That was fine. But Weasel would do it because he could. Man was horny. Because he's a failed musician that just people loved him. Have you ever met failed musicians? They I've met, that. I've, I mean... No. I'm a failed musician in that I'm not <laughs> good at playing instruments. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. It's just, it's just not – this Death Sentence is not a good book. It's an interesting concept, but the execution is just all over the place, and it doesn't work. It's just – it's – oh, cool. Well, I'm just going to make superpowers convenient to the plot. That's Death Sentence. Kit, move on to the next book. Would you recommend Death no. Sentence? No. <laughs> All right. That's a no. No, the only reason why I want to read the next volume is because... He wants to read the next volume, I though. He recommends know, it to his future self. I want to know why this book... I want to know if it gets better. There's another poll quote. I, I want know. to know why this book... <laughs> why this book? I just, I just want to know why. Why did you write this? Why did someone get paid to draw so much of this? Like it's just it's dumb. It's terrible. I just it's not the worst thing though. We've read worse. It's things. like I've read worse, but it's just ugh. What so a waste. Let's, let's move on to the final book of the night. All right, and you read this too, so we both get to do a shot. So cheers, buddy. I don't have a shot anymore. Yes, you do. Oh, I do. Oh my god, you set this up. I did kiss caramel fuck. for us. Mm. So buttery. Ugh. It's buttery. Never gonna get used to that. <laughs> Ugh. The most buttery of. Hey, yeah, yeah. Resident Evil. Oh, from the, the chat. Sec- Reeve, because the, the sex because the, because it's the G yeah, virus the Z- instead of the T virus. The T yeah. virus. Oh, I would, I would read the shit out of that. Okay, so this was to set this up. Was I've seen this. <laughs> I saw this before coronavirus, and it was still there after coronavirus, so I decided to buy it. This was, uh, I don't know where else. Well, you can read, uh, well, let's just talk what it is. Well, I'll say what it is, and then I'll talk about how I found it. But this is The Paranormal Adventures of Mr. Cringemeister. Uh, <laughs> that is what it's called. <laughs> it's by Rick Perez with cover art by Alberto Martinez, um, which isn't really much better than the interior art. I saw this at fun for all at the checkout counter Thank and then you. i was like i don't want to buy this but then it was still there three months later and i was like now i no, want to buy no. this you have to because it hasn't moved it was three dollars which is too much but Way luckily too much. if you if you google the paranormal misadventures of mr Cringemeister, you can find the webtoon version of everything we're about to talk about <laughs> please stop. this is this is not a long book yeah, I read for $3. it. Dude, yeah, I read this and while so if anybody caught 
the, the very beginning like the very beginning of us streaming i read this in literally two minutes and i want to preface this was i did attempt to figure out anything i could about rick perez the author but a couple things prevented me from finding much about him one rick perez is a very common name yes two on the back which this lovely back of this you can see it says follow on mr cringemeister comics on instagram um to my googling that instagram no longer exists <laughs> all i, I think that's my favorite thing about all i could too. find was the webtoon archive so i felt a little because i read this because i was like oh this looks like some awful weird local indie comic i love shit like that and this is a local weird indie comic. Count. Yes, it is that. But I, after reading it, I was like, oh, no. I feel like this was made by either a child or someone with, like, learning disabilities. Learning disabilities. <laughs> you were telling me that, too. And I like, was uh, like, oh, no. Can I make fun of this? Should I feel bad? So I was like, all right. Well, let's see. Like, if I look it up and it's, like, some guy with Down syndrome, I'll be like, okay, we're just not going to review that. But I couldn't find anything. Right, right. So I was like, well, can't be blamed for what I can't know. <laughs> so here we go. The parent. So, Chad, you read the Paranormal Misadventures of Mister Cringemeister. It's three chapters. Yes. It's which is basically three gag setups. Sure. What's What's the premise of the Paranormal Adventures of Mister Cringemeister? So this guy, Mister Cringemeister, Mister Cringemeister, who works at a hotel, who works at a hotel, I guess, um, gets into some weird shenanigans. Shenanigans that and are. He's, he's so awkward. That uh, they don't work i yeah i guess it's yeah i i don't like i said this might have been written by a child let's, i don't let's, know so we'll this book starts the... this is three parts of a book and it's fine if it's written by a child sure whatever the thing is is that we have mr cridgemeister who first the first story starts out with him as getting into a car with he's a going, prostitute no he's on a date and okay. his, his date's a vampire okay. she wants to bring him home but he tells a boring story for like four hours and drives for longer than that yeah this is true you can see it on the camera it's like this weird paint <laughs> artwork this is a real comic i was able to buy for three dollars I it's, own this, and I spilled beer on it earlier. You <laughs> did well, which is fine. Which per probably permanently makes it defaming it. Like, so it's the guy drives in his car, tells her a bunch of stories. No, for it's a just one hours. story that's very long, um, and then the sun comes up. She's a vampire, so she burns to death. Yes, and, and that's the, the joke. And then the second book is the about... second one is a, he's at his hotel, and there's a guy who's doing creepy stuff in his room. And he calls room service. Mr. Cringemeister comes up and he replaces all of his body parts with other ones and then takes naked photos of him or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, I guess. And, and then, then he becomes hard body. Yeah, he looks like hard body, <laughs> but not as well drawn, right. but somehow grosser. If well, more uncomfortable looking. And I guess that's a joke. And then, But then that doesn't matter because in the next one his body's normal again. And it's it's a zombie story, but it's people not getting their coffee. coffee which is funny. I, I kind of like that one. It's not that funny. I like that one. I thought that was kind of funny. And then at the end he gets attacked by a coffee zombie. Oh, I like <laughs> – like I said, when I said I think this might have been actually drawn <laughs> yeah, by a child, child. Uh, like, you can look at some of these environmental shots and determine for yourself. This is it's probably... all hand lettered. You can see where it was like scanned in, or yeah. like parts, or like letters were replaced with ones that were cut or out. I think on he top. smelled like a coffee stain at one point. There's like stains like... on the page. The bleeds don't work. Yeah, and I parts of it 
are scanned better than other parts. I would get it if that was, like, the point of it, but at the same time, though, I just think... I think they were earnestly trying to make a funny gag comic, but they're not funny they're at not all. They're not funny. They're not this is probably... good at drawing. Everybody looks gross and lumpy and not in, like, a Gary Larson, uh, Farside, endearing way. Yeah, or, like, The Simpsons, where they're just more of, like, a, a more funny... <laughs> It's, it's or Family to... Guy, where they're just, like, stupid funny. Like, I don't understand what this book is. I don't understand what it's, it's for. It's like, a, it would help so, so much like... if I knew anything about the author. And I did try to find out stuff, but there was nothing. I'm, it's like, am I making fun of, like, a retarded person or, <laughs> right. like, it's a sixth like... grader? Uh... It's like, who is this written for? Like, but I don't... All I know is when I asked at the counter, I was like, hey, why do you guys have this here? And they're like, oh, that's like a guy who comes in and plays magic here a lot. He's a local, and he asked if we would sell his book, and we said yes. Uh oh And that's all I know is that he plays Magic the Gathering <laughs> at Fun For All nearby the comic store. Maybe <laughs> we can catch him there sometime and ask him his thoughts on <laughs> why he made this but he never made any more issues to my knowledge because these are the only three that are on webtoon they're on webtoon too yeah that's yeah. painful that's the only know. place he that's the only that's the only record of existing oh, online i could find like i don't like i i can't i want to applaud him for trying but at the same time though this book some is people just need so, to give up like y yeah yeah I, I agree with you. I think – or at least don't do a gag comic. If you're not funny, like, don't do a gag comic. If you play Magic, maybe a fantasy comic. He like, can't draw well enough to do a fantasy just, comic. It though. doesn't matter if you can't draw. I mean, we do if Monster Manador. Well, but I, I, I would say I, – I don't know. I guess I don't know how young he is, but yeah. he needs to practice yeah. his drawing skills the first. The cover's fun, though. That's by a different person. Oh, Okay who's not a particularly good illustrator but is mildly better than like, the interior illustrator it's just who and what and why it's kind of like remember um uh dave's com the dave's book that he did all the covers for but the champion inside, champion that's what this reminds me of champions drawn better than this but, but the thing is though is that it's the covers were drawn really well and then the, the interior of it it's just looks it's like awful madness that's, schizophrenic that's this book like it's just it's it's, it's 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 a local flavor of weird and i'm more fascinated by the mystery behind it than the right actual like it's, it's just, just these bad gag suit like i guess supernatural gag comics maybe that's kind of all there is to it, but I mean, not, I get they're not well done enough to be interesting. The outside of the fact that I, d like, I'd almost be disappointed if I did learn who this kid was or who this was. I'd, I'd almost rather what keep if it a they're mystery. like a wheelchair autistic child. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> that would that would line up completely like, with the my first book is obviously like a Dracula vampire setting. The second one is Frankenstein, and the third one is zombies, but they don't. The first one. Well, that's why I think it funny. might be a kid. Like, it's like a kid drawing on, like, oh, here's what I. Th the only thing that made me think it might not be a kid was it's like, okay, like kids don't drink coffee, but they sure. they know what coffee does. 
well. They understand what it is, like, as a joke in cartoons, and it's all very cartoonish, which makes me think it was... <laughs> get 2020. Some people need to get No, <laughs> and I, I stand by that. I want yeah. more people to, to give up on their dreams. I want more people to not draw or write or do anything Aww. creative. What about the book that I'm working well, on? I won't, well, are you going to give up? No. Then you're fine. Okay, cool. But I want other... I want lots of people to give up. I want lots of people to quit. Because having to tell them their stuff's bad and then hear them get angry, boring, and I hate it. <laughs> and they don't want to get better. They just want to be told that their cringe meister book is amazing. It's not. This book is not good. No, like it's, hands down. Well, there's a lot of book. there's a lot of rookie beyond the fact that he can't draw or write well. There's a lot of issues with lettering and paneling and spacing. All the fonts are different. Yeah, I mean Which, it's just it changes sizes. There's parts that look like you can see parts of text get erased. You can some stuff There's is parts, very blurry. Yeah, some of it's like, scanned wrong, but then it'll be scanned right in the next issue. It, like it would, it, it would be one thing if people like, are gross and lumpy. It would be one thing if it was like a very abstract piece where the point is like the blurriness or like the color. If it like was, if it was like aware that. to a degree, but it's not. Yeah, this, this seems like, like a very earnest effort, which I would normally applaud. But you, like I said, like you if bro. this was, if this was being sold at like a grade school like show for the kids, where the kids get to sell their books they made. That'd be great. That would be great. But, but this I is, don't know. This is the There's fact so that, much mystery here. <laughs> like, I want to know more. I do. I do and I don't. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think, but if there is a second issue, I'll be buying it in a like heartbeat he, to add to my weird count. I, it's only like, what, like nine pages long? It's not or? long. No. Like, it's you, not, you can, it's not it, even a full There's not a lot book. of dialogue. The fact that this is $3 and it's, not it's 22 pages. Itself. First off, if anybody is listening who wants to write a comic, your standard format is 22, 22 pages, pages. yes. Or at least 20 to 22, not including... This not child including, couldn't make it to 22. Not including your ads and also not including your um, uh, break pages either. 22 pages flat is your thing. Um, and also not your variant covers in the back of the book. But I decrep... But that's an entirely this amazingly did yeah. not have variant covers. It's not have I want to do a variant cover for this. But book. I think this is a good idea of what you can expect from our best of the worst segment it where it sure could. I think strange comics by weirdos you've never heard of and we know nothing about. Yes. And we just um, it's like being a a forensics investigator where the person's already dead and you have to determine <laughs> what happened. What if they're dead? Like what if they're dead? Oh, well, uh Whatever, your comic still sucked, even if you're dead. <laughs> oh. You can still be dead and make a bad comic. Well, you could, but then I feel bad because... Well, I'm not making fun of the fact that you're dead. I'm just making fun of your comic. I so am. I guess that's fine. <laughs> what if the comic killed them? Oh, no! <laughs> I they were working on the second one, and they died. Like, this time I'm going to get it right. And then he dies before he finishes the match. Oh, that's And sad. the second one was a masterpiece. That's a good book. That would be a really good comic book. Which Kit? isn't what this is. That's not what that is. Oh. This is the stuff I live for, is is finding these kinds of gems. Things that are made by weirdos and put to print. This will a go... desperate bid to make your terrible dreams come true. But it is as your good dreams as... will never come true. Your dreams are false. Play video games like, and here's die Here's the thing. Alone. Out of every independent comic that I have read and that we have reviewed, we've always said, this is great, you have something here 
continue. Like, we think this, that this is great. This, on the, the other hand... If this is a child or, like I said, a retarded person, keep going. You're great. Sure, if you're yes. me or Chad's age and this is what you're doing, <laughs> don't quit your day job. Read. Or don't. Look. You probably don't have a day job. Keep playing read, video games in your mom's house. Read something that will inspire you to write better and also do better with everything, everything. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah there's a lot that's my thing yeah like, there's, this there's, is there's like it manages to do everything wrong it's fascinating uh so oh people, just no learn. people people like my my demotivational yeah, no speeches never give up never surrender maybe this give up not probably may, surrender. maybe surrender Rick Perez. unless you're a kid then keep going depends on fine. what age of kid if you're look, if you're sixteen, that, I would expect better. Yeah. If you're seven or eight, oh okay, then you're, sure, you're doing pretty good. Whatever, this is fine, but not sixteen year old. Watch or read something. Anything. Like, anything from like Chew or Rob Liefeld or just anything read like, a, like read, read a Rob Liefeld read a Li- Rob Liefeld comic. That's not coming from a joke. From this, this is. Read a Rob Liefeld comic. You've shamed because, Rob Liefeld, like, Rick Perez. Like, ugh. This book is play video games and die alone. That's what I said. Wait, <laughs> no, people are really enjoying my demotivational speeches think, about giving yeah, up. Yeah, just, uh, No, I think I think what you get is a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be an artist. Then they draw, like, one thing. And then they're like, like, wow, why wasn't it good? Like, and it's can, like, well, you got to draw a million things, and not this, just, like, two. When I wrote my first book as well, and then I published it, I also reached out to actual creators, and a lot of them responded back with, like, feedback and everything. Like, don't like just... Like, if somehow this kid did ask for feedback, yeah, I would be more yeah, earnest, but like, I'm doing a review for people that want to be entertained, right, as like, opposed to, like, okay, I'm sure. personally helping you. Like, don't... don't be afraid to reach out to these people this how your comic could be better before you publish it that's my my biggest advice and before to you sell it at the like, local comic right. store so jackass uh, like me can I, buy I it think you could buy that and tell everyone on the internet you're just, re- you're an idiot like, like ugh just be careful you wanted to sell it this is what you get yeah, your mom paranormal. told you not to she was like no you're not ready there's mean people on the internet your mom was right. I'm that mean You're person. You're a mean person, and I'm just trying to help you. I'm like, not. I'm just... trying to make you quit. So the paranormal misadventures of, of Mr. Cringemeister is just not good. It's not great. Does not it have just... a publisher. Does... <laughs> is the jokes funny? No. Eh. I mean, the vampire one's funny. But at the same time, though, it's just, it's not I mean, I, it was funny in that, like, like, the very first thing you see on the, the page is, like, formatted wrong, so it's all pixelated. Like, that's funny, not because you wanted one, it to be. Mm, is, uh, is they're awful. all garbage. It's fine. <laughs> like, I get it. It's all garbage. But. <sighs> Chad also, feels bad. Too, he doesn't like shitting on I people. I don't like but shitting I do. on people I for do. trying, because I also understand, too, like, I'm not a good artist, and the book that I'm working on... Don't ever try, because like, I'll be there waiting. No, my art's fine. <laughs> you know that. No, I'm saying it's everybody else. Like, don't try, because I'll be I'll be waiting there like a vampire. I'm also a very traditional abstract artist, too. Who cares? Like, no, I, I don't I care. It. Like, it's just... Ugh. Also, too, yes, I did hear that um the looney tunes thing that elmer fudd um the new looney tunes series elmer fudd 
uh, put away his guns. Did you hear about that? What? We'll talk about that next week. Oh, anyway, okay. guys, so we what? are out of time um, for Shots with Comics. We really appreciate you coming on. Um, that was our reviews for the week. Um, you can catch us on at Shots with Comics. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, you can also follow me on all my weird art and also all my weird stuff that I do at Casual Nerd Chad. You can also follow Kit at Boneitis at B O N E I T I S on Twitter. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram because that's been posting all the episodes lately. Yeah, so we are Mister so. Underscore Cringemeister Underscore Comics on Instagram. <laughs> Um, you can also all it's got is an Instagram <laughs> link. Uh, you can also follow. You can also listen to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, all the anywhere you can get podcasts. Yeah, you can basically anything get you this. can find us and in Stitcher. So just gotta get that out there because all the ones asking Podbean, Podcast um, Factory, all that stuff. Yes, all that stuff. And then you can also listen to Kit on Saturday nights with. David Lilly on the Snake Pit at twitch.tv slash bonitis uno. B-O-N-E-I-T-I-S-U-N-O. And you can also cannot find Kit because... You can find me on Twitch, but on Twitter, I think I'm still, like, algorithm shadow shadow banned. Oh, I still am, okay. Not on my regular Twitch, but Shots with Comics, because apparently we have the same different algorithms. Oh, you've been been hit. I guess so. You've been destroyed. Which is weird, because you're the the co-host or the host with me, so it's weird. Who knows You can also catch us on on, uh, CouchCon from the 25th to the 28th. Yep, June 25th um, to 28th. W- I will be with my brother and Sarah where we'll be reading Smudge, com- Smudge, Smudge Comics. Comics. Smudge Comics. Smudge Comics. pornographic fudge comics. And then also uh, streaming Black Sad the video game, so that'll be fun. And then on Sunday, Kit and I will be here for a live segment. We're doing a live. Um, we'll be earlier in the day, though, because I have to do Couch Garden closing ceremonies. Yeah, so it'll be fun. So just everybody tune in. We thank you so much for listening, and we are out. Later. See you next week. Oh, good. And the stream <laughs> lagged yeah. up the area. That's a good face I'm making. <clears throat> so, guys, thank you so much for listening. We're stopping the stream. So, how'd you think that one went? That was good. That was good. I'm glad we got to experience this together. <laughs> I'll keep finding them. I hate that. I'm good at it. This is what I was made for. <laughs> Dude, I, I need to go buy. Dude, tomorrow on my lunch break, I will go buy that. Oh, you can. I need to. There's like, like 17 copies left because I think I'm the only person in the disgruntled world. Oh, did it. you grab Star or March? Where's March? No, no I was just going to buy the whole thing. Oh, okay. There's like a nice box. That How did you think my reviews went without notes? I could tell with March you were struggling a little because it was it's like oh because it's it's not like oh what's the plot what's the inciting incident what's the ending it's like no this is just like a thing that happened yeah which is is hard to do like autobiographic comics are hard to review in that way in general because they're not traditional story stories oh shoot. <laughs>